just a floor. Wow, it's Nature Stone. Now launching. Now launching. The dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. I was about to say I don't have any words, but I have plenty of words. Oh, I got words. I got three hours of words. Oh, my gosh. Some of the words I can't say on the radio because the government doesn't like that. No. But they start with F and end with U. Wait, I know there's a U involved. You know what I mean. Okay. The second word is U. Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> And I'm not normal. I won't miss glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. <laughs> this is man and bone. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Friday. The phlegmy, snotty edition of the show moves on. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Oh, it's Tool of the Week Friday. Tweet us. At Man and Bo 971, text us 614-787-3093. I have stories today about OnlyFans. Oh. I have stories today about pirates. Oh. Or should I say, arr. I have stories today about uh, Central Ohio quarterbacks that are on hallucinogenic mushrooms. Oh, that's great. And it's not Arch Leister. Well, even better. That's when we feel like we've 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 worn through that one a little bit, right? We've done that well, one. I a mean, few that's times. on him to stop being a douche. I'm saying we've I'm, we've done that story plenty. Is what I mean. Uh, Buckeyes lose to the Gophers last night. That is seven tra- seventeen straight losses on the road. Who lost? Uh, the Buckeye peepees. The gentlemen Buckeyes. The gentlemen Buckeyes. That's the, right. The women won their thirteenth straight. The real team last night. They beat Penn State. That was nice. Uh, my daughter guaranteed victory. For the Buckeye peepees last night. And it was her birthday. She said, there's no way they're going to lose on my birthday. I'm their good luck charm. They know it's my birthday. And I said, I'm, I'm sure they do know it's your birthday. However, they have not won a road game in over a year. Mm-hmm. She said, it doesn't matter. I'm, you, you're letting me stay up late to watch the game, right? Said, Even though it's a school night, I will allow you, seven-year-old, to stay up late. Mm. Eight o'clock tip. Bedtime is normally 8.30. So she's there. We got our little popcorn. She's excited. That ends quickly. Uh, the way that first half ended was not great. No. I could tell her getting a little sleepy, but I thought she was going to power through. She looked at me at halftime and said, Daddy, I don't want my birthday to end this way, so I think I'm just going to go to bed. Good for her. She didn't want to sit there and watch the pain that she knew was coming in the second half. And when she woke up this morning, I told her exactly what happened, and she said, I made the right choice. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I honestly applaud the wisdom. Because that's what a lot of us probably should have done at times with various sports. Not just that game. I'm saying various sports things we've watched where we said, this this ain't going the right way. I need to just go ahead and cut my losses right now and enjoy a nice night and get a good rest in. And instead, we torture ourselves by sticking up and watching stuff that we know is not going to go our way. So good for her for having the, the, the insight there to just move along. All right. A couple thoughts from the game last night. Uh, thought number one. You're not going to win anything if you give up second chance points like that. No. I mean, yes, Minnesota's playing at home, and yes, the crowd was hot, and every time you tried to do something, they would come up with a and one or a three and take your momentum away. I get it. But they took your momentum for the entire game because you could not box out and get the rebounds that you needed. More second chance opportunities for Minnesota. Yeah, but that's because, in part, they've just 
I, I hate to say this, Minnesota has uh, better players underneath the basket. Well, and that's my point number two that I'm going to make. Okay. Are we just all acknowledging now that this is what Felix Akpara is? I mean, is I this what he is? I'll tell you right now, the way I look at this Buckeye basketball team, I am, I have no expectations for what these guys are going to become because I don't even know who the next head coach is going to be. And that's going to then determine whether or not any of these guys are going to stick around. Well, that's fair enough. And but it's I'm going to watching determine, the game last night. I know. I'm saying like whatever the development of him is going to become, I don't even know if he's going to be here to develop, but I hope, I hope for his sake this is not it for him as far as what he becomes as a basketball player. And I no. saw flashes last year. I was upset because I didn't think the Holt man gave him the time that he needed to develop. And now I don't know if it's lack of development or it's just not there for him. I don't know. I don't think it's not there. I think sometimes, unfortunately, you get too many messages at once and then that can that can stymie your development, right? I mean, getting a player to develop in the right way, talking from, you know, the the youngest ages all the way up through the NBA as a 20-year vet. Like, you, you have to get a good combination of things to go right for players to move in their development. It has to be the player wants to do it, has to be the coach has the right message, has to be the coach can convey that message appropriately. But the biggest piece of it is, if you do all those things, and then the player goes out, does what you tell them, everybody agrees this is the right way to develop, and then that player just constantly loses whatever battle he's fighting in the game and constantly his team is losing, he's fouling out, stuff like that. It doesn't matter what how good the coaching is or how good the advice was. You also need that component to work too. So I always get worried about that in seasons like this with basketball teams that have reasonably talented players. I think Ohio State has some talented players, but now you have to question how any of them with their development, will it be able to get restarted? Like for the few games they have left this season, can Jake Diebler get anything out of that development for them the next few weeks just to help them not completely crater in their basketball careers? I would hope not. One other thing I noticed last night, because, you know, a lot of the Buckeye struggles, I think is unfairly put on the Buckeye fans from some of the national media. Sure. What do you expect? Chris Holtman can't win games at home because he has no crowd at home. He has no home court advantage. Hmm. And then, of course, this team is not ready to go play in hostile environments on the road because they're not used to playing energizing games at home in front of passionate crowds. All right. There are plenty of reasons why the team doesn't play with consistency or passion. But I would like to point out that Minnesota team, that Minnesota team that is looking for a first-round bye in the Big Ten tournament, that Minnesota team that is going to be an, an NCAA tournament team, Right, playing in the barn last night with an upper tank that was half full. Yeah, that place was half full last night. I don't. I don't think there's any excuse making that needs to be done. As far as like when people say, "Well, the Buckeyes couldn't get it done because of the no," fans. it's, it's not. It's not joke. about that. It's not about that. It's about the way you choose to play the game of basketball. At no point did the Gophers look up there and say, "Hey, man." Why didn't people buy more tickets to see us? We're a really good team. And shrug their shoulders. Well, I also don't understand that argument where it's like, man, these players are having a tough time. They can't win at home because they don't have a good energized crowd. Oh, except for that's the only place they can win is when they like they win games at home. They that's one of the few places where they can get the job done occasionally. On the road has been where the struggle is. Usually, when you have teams that maybe don't get the job done or are not, they're a little too emotional, you know where sometimes those teams find some wins out of nowhere is on the road when there's a big environment. 
where they're going in somewhere and it is loud and crazy or they just feel like, man, the crowd is on them. We want to shut them up tonight. Sometimes those are the teams that struggle at home if they don't have a great crowd at home because maybe the atmosphere is not awesome. But you're not seeing that either. So, well, you know what else they did last not, night? It's not fan issues, not motivation issues for this team. That place wasn't full, but they packed all the fans together. Yeah, I. That's what I've been you saying. Didn't ha- right, you didn't have these massive gaps. There's no need to sell the entire upper bowl next year for Ohio State basketball for the men's team. Now, women's team. Well, that's a different story. We can talk about that. But the men's team, there's no need to open that thing up other than when you've got some of the biggest teams in the Big Ten coming in or a top 25 matchup or something like that. If you're just playing like some rando team on a Wednesday night, throw that thing down in the lower bowl and don't even open up the top. Don't even sell those tickets. Jackets back at home for Buffalo tonight. Live coverage starts at 630. Crew open up tomorrow against Atlanta. The defending champs, Mm. regardless of what Major League Soccer ESPN wants to tell you. It is not Miami. It is the crew. It was also announced that the crew is going to be hosting EPL team Aston Villa. My guys. On July 27th. Yeah. Are they your guys? Well, this year, remember uh, our guy, Emma Watson's bottom half. He's a Villa fan. Oh, that's right. That's he right. He sent me a, a nice John McGinn jersey. Is he coming in for the game? I was uh, I was messaging him this morning saying, hey, FYI. He said, I may just be able to make that. He better stop by. I know. Well, if he if he makes it in, I bring hope he gifts. Comes over. Bring gifts. Bring gifts. <laughs> you set the tone now. You're a gift giver. Well, that doesn't mean he has to keep giving yes, gifts. Yes, if you give gifts, you just have to keep giving gifts. All right. Well, I'll say if Emma Watson's bottom half comes into town for that game, then we will get him into the studio. The studio just to see it. I'm not saying he'll be on the show or anything, but we'll get him in to see the studio. How about that? And I got something for Ted today. This is just for Teddy today. All he, right. Uh, loves the professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. I saw that John Cena has a new business venture. Did you see this, Teddy? No, I did not. John Cena, star of stage and screen mm-hmm. and squared circle, has announced that he has joined OnlyFans. Oh, he's there. Let him live. Uh, he says you will see a side of him you've never seen before, okay. which I assume is the uh. inside of the jort. That's no. the only thing we haven't seen, right? I, I mean, I think he's he's clearly doing this tongue-in-cheek. He's not going to go out there and bear all. I don't know. I'm just saying he's there. Maybe he has no intention. What do you mean, no you know, intention? But all of a sudden, you set up that webcam, and you start to see people in the chat room, and I don't know. What do you mean? I don't know. It's not, I don't know. Do you know how OnlyFans works? Like starts, starts to get the better of you. You don't have to, like... It's not like... To answer your question, no, like, I don't know how I'm it saying works. You just post videos. There's so, no, there's no way for the people to communicate with you. I'm sure there is. If you're going live or something, like you can do that on Instagram. You can go live on anything. I'm just saying, this man has lived in front of a camera his entire life. You think he's going to suddenly flip a camera on and be like, perhaps? Oh no, I'm getting a reaction from the I, crowd. I'm just saying. Well. Sometimes you know we hear the stories back in the day of these uh, models. They would go into photo shoots with the intention of it's going to be tasteful. Right, they get in there. There's there's a director, photographer that says, you know, you're looking really good. Maybe just take one shoulder out. Mm-hmm. Well, one shoulder's not that yeah. sure. And then by the end of the photo shoot, they're having sex right there on the shag carpet. <laughs> Maybe John Cena has no intention of showing dong, uh-huh. but he gets under those lights and the the, the praise is coming again. in. Again, you're looking real good. Why don't you take is, those jorts off? This is a man 
who has headlined WrestleMania in front of 100,000 people. All right, I'm just saying. But he's going to get 95 comments that are like, hey, John Cena. And then a bunch of eggplant emojis. He's like, oh, eggplant. I never. What does that mean? Oh, oh. I mean, I, if the I'm man will, if he's not taking it off in front of 100,000 people at nah, Santa in Clara in out there arena, but in the privacy of your own home. Sure. Sure. I'm telling you, he's not doing any nude. He's going on okay. there. It's He's going on there to tell jokes or something. I promise right, anyway, you. Anyway, Teddy, I got a subscription for you. John Cena, OnlyFans. My gift to you. Thank you. Uh, Ryan Day adds another name to his coaching staff. Ryan Day also on OnlyFans. Details next. Oh, if you told him, guarantee a Michigan victory, but you got to oh. join OnlyFans, he'd be right there with Mike Vrabel <laughs> and the samurai sword chopping off his wiener. Are you kidding? If you said to Buckeye Nation, you have to join OnlyFans and post daily, but it guarantees you'll not lose to Michigan this year, you'd have about 100,000 new OnlyFans of just bunch of sweaty Buckeye fans out there trying to get it done. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You should know westbound 70 on the west side between Hague Avenue and Wilson Road is currently closed due to an overturned vehicle. And also watch out for an accident on Alum Creek Drive at London Groveport Road. This report is sponsored by U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Serve those who served. Join the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs and make a difference in rural veteran health care. Apply now for rewarding careers in Chillicothe. Visit vacareers.va.gov. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The only thing scarier than Bones and allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company. It's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at manandbone971. Text the burner phone 614-787-3093. We'll have the weekend show tomorrow, which is at 10 a.m., and throughout that weekend show, you will hear us sounding like we're going to die. Uh, if you've not listened at all this week, this is the best we've sounded. Well, like, this is great right this now. Is, the, our voices have returned to a degree. We have less phlegm. No, we're still terrible. But we're, there's still plenty of phlegm. I do always, I wonder, because weeks like this, there are guys who I know, like when you hear them talk, uh, Peyton Manning is one of these guys. Where it's like he always, to me, sounds like he's got just like phlegm stuck up in his nose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the way he kind of, hey, how you guys doing? Like that just always sounds like he's got a congestion or a cold. He's a goober. Yeah. He sounds that, like a goober. But I'm saying he feels fine when he's talking like that. But that's what I feel like in my head. I sound like when I feel like this. I feel like that. Hey, guys, what's up? Hey. Like you, do, that's you do sound like I that. I feel like that's where it all is in my head right now. Yeah. It's gross. You said it's in your ears, though. I well, I have it everywhere, but yes, the ears are what gets. I have headphones on today as a just a habitual exercise. There's no real you reason can't hear for me. To, I, no, I'm deaf. Well, you can hear me. What do you? Huh? Hello. I'm, I, no, I'm just used to you. All right. I can feel you. Can you. Feel me. I can sense you. Your musk gives me life. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, I can't actually. Like if Ted said something right now in my ear, sometimes Ted will just pop on and be like, "Oh, hey man, remember when you said that?" Uh, Tony Gwynn was alive? No, man. That's not true. He's dead. And I'll, I'll be like, oh, uh, hey, I said Tony Gwynn was alive. I was wrong. Like, Ted, now, if he said that, I wouldn't know what he's saying. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Uh, Ryan Day has a new assistant on the staff. Brandon Jordan, who worked as a pass rush specialist for the Seahawks last year. The same from Michigan State in 2022. 
he is joining the Ohio State staff as defensive program assistant. Can I can I just tell you I'm I'm very happy that we've managed to have that happen. I don't know what that means. It means that Laurinaitis is now an official linebacker coach. Right. They had an extra spot, and so they're bringing in this guy to help out Larry Johnson. So it was, or be the go-between for when Larry Johnson and uh, Knowles start swearing at each other Beyonce. about how the defense should Larry Johnson and Beyonce. Yes, Knowles. Beyonce with her number one country song. <laughs> My gal, let her live. Look, I don't know what it means. I'm just telling you. They got another guy. I, that's fine. Here's Good. a guy who was with the Seahawks last year with the Buckeyes this year. The end. What I'm just telling you is there are, I'm quite sure if you go on one of these sites where you have to pay to read all the articles, I'm sure there's someone on there like, this is going to be the difference. This is the thing. I, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you I know what the hell this means. Uh, they got another guy who's going to help them figure out the defense, I guess. Good. Sounds great. By the way, can I can, I, can we stay on the Buckeyes for one more second? Go just, ahead. Can we go back to I the I was going to yell at Sweet Lou, but go ahead. I was going to bring up the uh, women's basketball team because we mentioned them, but they had a little bit of a big night last night because not only did they just destroy Penn State, which is this team's won 13 Big Ten games in a row. This has not happened in almost 20 years. This program's done that. They're on quite the heater right now. Yeah, but the Buckeye men did something they've never done before. Which is? Lose 17 straight road games. <laughs> right. It's an all-time school record. Right. Yeah. That's fine. I don't know why we have to concentrate. All I read, oh, oh, Kelly Clarkson lost so much weight. She looks fantastic. We need to celebrate fat people, too. I want to see, like, oh, man, this person gained so much weight. Let's congratulate them. Mm-hmm. So, Buckeye women's team... Doing great things. Yeah. Doing extraordinary things. Yes. But who's to say extraordinary can't also be bad? So I just want to be clear. In this scenario where women's sports, it's like, you know, maybe we talk about the women. It's like, yeah, they're too successful now. Let's they are talk too about successful. Let's talk about the well, I'm losers. I'm just saying they did something extraordinary last night. They've ne- In the history of Ohio State basketball, think of all the legends that have walked through those doors. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They have never lost 17 straight road games. No. But this team has managed to do it. Yeah! Parade! Where's Reflog? I don't know. We need him. Need to get another parade going. I just want to point out that what has been the biggest story in college basketball this year? Who 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 is she? Her name's Caitlin Clark, right? She wasn't very good last night. No, for lost. her. Yeah, they lost to uh, an Indiana team. She sucks now. Well, no, she doesn't. I, I'm going to guess a little bit of burnout there. Garbage. But my point is, when the national media is losing their minds about Caitlin Clark this and Caitlin Clark that, and rightfully so, she deserves all the credit. She's an amazing player. When people go and go, oh, so her team, did they win their conference? Answer's probably going to be no, because you got a chance now. Senior day is coming up with Maryland on Sunday. I hope people pack it out at the shot, but that is a chance for the Buckeyes. They win that game. They clinch a share of the regular season championship. If they then go the next game after that and beat Meat Chicken at home. When's the return against Iowa where you got to go there? That's the last game of the year. Okay. They have three games left. They play Maryland at the shot on Sunday at 2 p.m. Then Wednesday night, next Wednesday night, they play Michigan at home to get revenge on their only Big Ten loss of the year. And then if they win that game... They have clinched the Big Ten. Iowa can do nothing. Indiana can do nothing. They will be fighting for second. It's an outright Big Ten championship for McGuff and the gals. So that's great. And then if they go to Iowa and then just, yeah, put a fork in them, that's great. 
and then they go in the Big Ten tournament and beat everybody by 50. But if they win the next two games, though, they, they win the Big Ten regardless, right? Yeah, that's, that's Outright they, champs regardless. Outright champs regardless. Okay, so what I would do at Iowa, just to piss everybody off, yeah. is like play the team managers. I'm with you. <laughs> Don't put anybody on the floor. Oh, yeah. We beat you once already. We have nothing we, to prove. We'll prove what we can do. Right. We're, we're, we're the we're champs. For the tur- we'll we're resting. See we'll see in the Big Ten There's tourney. There's no rule on this, Adam Silver. Yeah. We can rest all everyone we want. Absolutely with you, man. I love that idea, actually. Now, That's the ultimate troll job. We already smoked you at home. We have why nothing we, to prove. Why we need to beat you here? Go We're ahead. Put 50 fact, on us, Caitlin Clark. That means nothing. Find that girl who clobbered her. Say, get into the uniform. Let's go. You're playing. <laughs> Maybe you and I can go play. It was an accident. I'll get my body waxed. We can wear those wigs that I saw them selling on QVC today. <laughs> I could. It was wigs and boobs on QVC today. <laughs> wigs and bras all they day. Were, they, what was those were the bras were called the breezies, I think. The breezies. Yeah. yeah. I, the, well, they were showing. You spray them with the Febreze's after no, you wear them. No, you may have to. Okay, okay I don't they know. were showing the before with an inferior bra. Yeah, where you could just see all the bumps and lumps and all that. But then the Febreze's that they put on. Not yeah. only did they smell fresh. Yeah, they were all smooth. You couldn't see anything. It was almost because like there weren't even breasts there. Well, the first it was bra just smooth like was a made by fanatics. <laughs> That's why you could just see right through it. <laughs> Yeah, by the way. Welcome to spring training. Look at my dome. <laughs> hey, chicks, what is it? Chicks, chicks dig, dig the, the long, long ball. They, they dig the long they ball. They dig the dong ball. They dig the see-through long ball or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, congrats to the OSU women's basketball team on a good season so far. Get the job done against Maryland. Get that share of the Big Ten title and then win it outright against Michigan. I have the most obvious story in the world to share with you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You can expect a 10-minute slowdown due to some stop-and-go traffic if you're on westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. And watch out for an overturned vehicle blocking the left lane on westbound 70 on the west side approaching Wilson Road. It's causing about a 15-minute slowdown and some stop-and-go traffic from West Broad Street. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same lowdown payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 90 97.1, the fan traffic. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools. At Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone 614-787-3093. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Um... I have something to tell you about pirates. Before we get to that, let me pay off on the tease. All right, go right ahead. Here's the most obvious story ever. Uh, after a meeting of the Board of Trustees yesterday, the Ohio State Board has approved reduced ticket prices for the men's basketball team ahead of next season. Good idea. Uh-huh. Uh, season tickets will start at $218, $37 less than this past season. The Board of Trustees also set prices for six different zones in Value City Arena and student ticket costs. I'm telling you, man, I wish they would. I'm sure this is not part of what they're doing, but I wish they would take the additional step and just say the upper tank is not available for season tickets. If you want season tickets, you have to either buy them in the lower bowl and then make them cheaper for sure. But 
lower bowl or that middle level, whatever, club level, and then that's it. Because I don't think they should be selling that upper tank for at least half the games. And then if you get most of those season tickets sold and you get a bunch sold in the lower bowl and they're going for like $100 a pop just to get in the door, great. Open up the upper tank for 15 bucks a piece. People will come and fill those up too. That's fine. But for half these games, you do not need them. I was reading a story today, and I was actually kind of ignorant about it, about the problems they're having selling tickets in Winnipeg for the Jets. Really? Are you aware of this? I had no idea. There's a big piece in The Athletic today. It's worth a read. But obviously I knew that outside of the, you know, amateur hour rink that they have the Coyotes playing in, that is the smallest capacity arena in the league. Okay. It's 15,000 capacity. All right. That's, yeah, that's pretty small. So for the first, what was it, 10 years they were there, they sold every single ticket. Mm-hmm. Because the fans were happy that hockey was back. The team left once already. They weren't going to let that happen again. They sold out every single night. Well, now they're not selling out every single night, despite the fact that they're a first place team. That, that makes no sense to me. They're getting, you know, 12, 13,000 people in there. And you would say, well, that's not really that much of a difference from 15. But when you need to sell all 15,000 to justify yourself as an NHL market, that's a big deal. And the story was about how it's on the radar of the National Hockey League. I like how that's on the radar. But again, oh, the peewee team the radar. that's playing in Phoenix right now, not apparently on the radar. Anywho. But they're talking about all the, the, the president of the team. Imagine Mike Priest calling you mm-hmm. and saying, hi, I noticed that you used to have season tickets. May I ask why you don't have them anymore? And then filling out a little form and trying to talk to you and offering you free tickets to another game to come and try and improve your experience. Just your laugh here. Picture Mike Priest doing that. Of course. But they're doing that as an organization, trying to find out. And it's, you know, all over the place. It's, I didn't like my ticket rep. I didn't like the fact that you essentially had Groupon tickets sold in my season ticket section where I had to pay so much money and somebody sitting right next to me paid $5. Okay. You know, stuff like that. But ultimately, it's about performance and it's about price. Okay? We know it's not the performance with the Winnipeg Jets because they're very good this year. So you can say, well, their their tickets and their tickets Hmm. are the second cheapest in the National Hockey League. That's fine. But for whatever reason, that metro area, which is very small, 700,000 people live there, there's not enough people willing to pay those prices, even to see the premium product. Right. We can talk about student sections. I have. We can talk about poor acoustics. I have. You want to know the secrets to filling a basketball arena to watch a Buckeye basketball game? What's that? It's about price or performance. And so if you're not going to give them the performance, then lower the damn prices. Yeah, I just hope they're lowering them enough that it makes sense. And I hope that they do it in a way that doesn't end up with, well, we have three quarters of the upper tank full that you can't hear or really see or feel when you're down on the court. And then the atmosphere, you know, still suffers because of the way that thing's designed. I would just like them to lean into that a little bit. Maybe Ross Bjork can start calling up Buckeye fans, just like the Winnipeg Jets guy is and say, hi, we see you used to have season ticket. Why did you get rid of? Oh, because the team has not won a road game in over a calendar year. Got it. Thank you. Oh, because every time you stood up to cheer in your section, there was a 90-year-old a year old woman who looked at you with a with a dirty scowl. By the way, I pray that happens to me. I'll look right back at her. I don't care. Keep staring, well, you lady. Do the, you do the first time. No, and then you see the same people every single time. I don't care. Keep looking. You bought your tickets. I bought mine. I'm standing up to cheer. All right.
Let's talk about pirates. Oh, all right. Okay, I got to talk about pirates now. All right, fine. Talk about pirates. Hey, Teddy, they got a big uh, WWE event, I think in Australia, right? Yeah, Elimination Chamber. Yeah, big elimination. Yes. How how would they say it? Elimination Chamber. Hello. No? Is that how they say it? I don't know how they'd say it. It's Australia. So the Elimination Chamber, for those who don't know, Ted, it's a big structure. It's a big KG thing, right? Yes. And so they obviously have to get it to Australia somehow from its North American home. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hope they're not just now figuring this out. No. I mean, they, they were planning in advance. but So they, they put this thing on a cargo ship, and they sent it to Australia. In order to get to Australia, it had to pass through the Suez Canal. Okay. Okay. Right. While the ship was in the Suez Canal, the Captain Phillips pirates came. Oh, no. Pirates came. Oh, no. And tried to hijack the ship. Oh, yikes. So they had to turn around. What? They had to turn the ship around. around. Turn around in the Suez Canal? Because, well, near the Suez Canal. Okay. Because the pirates were there Mm. and they didn't want the pirates getting a hold of the elimination chamber. Just, just saying. I just, and again, I know they're just, they're robbing any ship that comes through there, right? They're pirates. But I just picture these guys are like, what did we find? Oh, the WWE wrestling mat and all the, uh, apparently all this equipment. Let's just set up our own. And they just have like a bootleg WWE event right there off the coast. So of the apparently Canal. they had yeah. another elimination chamber that they then packed up and sent the other way out mm-hmm. of Los Angeles. I gotcha. And it arrived safely. In Australia, but the first elimination chamber hijacked by pirates. <laughs> they could have like their own Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, a little, you know, event. The pirates, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That's something else. They actually, you know, what they could have done is just maybe left the ship there, put all the guys on the boat, and then have it on the ship. Just have, just have that as the backdrop. You're just on a big, you know, cargo ship. You put the elimination chamber there, put the cameras on there. Just do it right there. Well, you know, it's, also, it's very hard for those big ships to turn around. They had to have another vessel tow it of course yeah and it was captained by former wrestler tugboat <laughs> he was there Good. with glad. his red and white outfit yeah. tugging the boat i like that well that's i'm glad that's the only thing he was tugging, tugging that's <laughs> the boat <laughs> all right what else do you have to say me now well you sounded like you had to say something yeah back when we were talking about other things and you were like no i gotta tell you this right, great well, story i'm, I'm done pirates. i'm done with the pirates now Go ahead. I don't have anything. No, what I was going to say is back on the Winnipeg Jets guy oh, okay. calling people up, we used to run a commercial on this station that that reminds me of. And I don't even know if we have it anymore. It was for this restaurant that no longer exists. I've talked about this before called the Florentine. No, it's gone. No, I know the, the commercial the you're audio, talking about. The audio is somewhere. I don't know if we have it in. I don't think it's in the system, but I know I've heard the audio since I've worked here. But that basically these commercials, they one of them is it's a guy calling up random customers saying, hi, did you know the Florentine has breadsticks for 10 cents at lunch? Oh, I didn't know that. Thanks for letting me know. Why don't you come to the Florentine right now and get lunch? And the guy's like, hey, you know, buddy, I'll, I'll come to the Florentine when I'm good and ready. It's like, oh, hey, uh, wouldn't uh, the government like to know how you did on your taxes last year where you really didn't pay a whole bunch? Is He's that like, effective Whoa. advertising? Yeah, I mean, it was basically like a guy... Calling and blackmailing. I'll tell you, it's one of the most memorable campaigns I've ever heard, because I still remember it. You were frightened of it. No, but I loved it. I'm just saying, I kind of want that to happen now. I would actually like to hear from anybody in Jacket's ownership. Just call just to say hi. Uh, Signs of life would be good. Yeah, right. I know. That's what I'm saying. How would that phone conversation go? All right, you be you. All right. Who do you want me to be, Priest? 
He's the most yeah. talkative of everybody. Yeah, let's go. Let's let's hear from Priest. All right, go ahead. Hello? Uh-huh. Hello? 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 Someone hello. there? Hi. Yes, yes hello. Who is, hi, who is this? Hi, this is uh, Mike Priest. I'm who? president. Mike Priest? Who? Mike Priest? Okay. I'm president of the Columbus Blue Jackets. I know you're a big Blue Jacket fan. Mm, gotcha. And you used to have tickets to see sure. the Blue Jackets. Yep, did you sure not? Sure did, yep. Yes, well, I, I have here that you stopped renewing your tickets mm. back in 2017. May I ask why? Uh, because you suck ass. I suck ass. Let me yes. write that down. Mm-hmm. Yep. On this spreadsheet. It's been a while of that. A lot I of, have many categories on those, this A lot of those years. No, the, do you have the suck ass I'm, category? I'm putting suck ass. Okay, good. Now, what is your favorite tree? If you were to pick a tree. <laughs> a sycamore. A sycamore. I'm sick of you. Get out of my face, sycamore. priest. I'm hanging up on you. Oh. Click. Oh, we're done? Yeah. I'm oh, I thought done. we were going to dive more no, into the I'm suck ass. up on him. I'm not lit. What am I talking to Mike Priest for? He may give you a free ticket. You didn't oh, know what was going free on. Free ticket, yeah. But you hung up on him. Whoop de doo. Just saying, you hung up on him. You'll never know. Hmm. Maybe the owner calls next. Maybe John P. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Is this air escaping a balloon? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? What? What is this noise? I'm just going to hang up now. I don't know what this is. This is weird. Hey, is it Ross Bjork? What is this on the other line? It sounds like Bjork. I gotta go shopping for grass. (laughs) We'll talk about that too. Go shopping for grass, Bjork. Yeah. And the Bengals are making a change to their playing surface, but it's probably not what you think. Details next. Who wrote these teases? This is too radio showy. Mm. Pee pee no worky. Common man and T bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Watch out for a vehicle fire on the right shoulder of southbound 270 on the west outer belt after Tuttle Crossing Boulevard causing some holdup and some slow traffic on southbound 71 on the north side between Weber Road and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate. Why make things harder than they need to be? There's a better way to save time and money. Visit Allstate.com or call for a quote today. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone 614-787-3093. Hey, subscribe to the podcast of this dumb show. It is available wherever you get your podcast. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Let's talk about grass and turf and slits and slots. Okay. Ready? Okay. So the Bengals play at uh, Paul Brown or Paycor, right? Now I think that's what it's called. Yeah, okay. we know what it is. Paycor. They have, their artificial surface there is the slit film turf. Depending on which research project you read, people point to that type of artificial surface as the most dangerous you can play on. Now, the slit film. Let's uh, let's parse what you mean there. When you say, depending on what research you read, if you read research done by scientists, it appears that looks pretty dangerous. If you read the research that the NFL props up and sends out to you to say, well, it's not so bad. 
that that usually is the one that's like injuries happen everywhere, guys. They happen Look, everywhere. Right. I, I don't know. Okay, but I'm just saying everything I've read about slit film turf. Yeah, that this particular way that they manufacture the this way artificial that they have grass. The, the artificial grass and it's mixed with shards of grass and 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 uh, glass and thumbtacks and. <laughs> Ebola, right? That there. All they, the stuff they put in there, Ebola and just to make it sure. gives you MRSA. Yeah, they then want you, you fall to have that. and and Merkin. You, you die. MRSA and Merkin. Merkin, right? Exactly. They, put, they weave Merkin in there. Yeah, yeah. You just you, your pubes just start growing uncontrollably. That's a symptom mm-hmm. of Merkin. Yep. Anywho, they're going to change that, not to grass. No, God, we can't no. have that. God no. Because the old man will be out there with a lawnmower. Seriously. <laughs> He'll be like, why do I have to pay yes. a groundskeeper? Yes. I'll just get a John Deere and do it myself. Yeah. Uh, that You're right. I do picture that, actually. That's a very funny visual. They are going to put field turf in, which is supposed to be the safer artificial alternative. Okay. So there's that. Can I? Again, it is laughable to me that the NFL, one of the most profitable sports leagues in the world, regularly looks at artificial turf a thing that many other leagues around the world say, absolutely not. None of our players will play on it. Not even a chance. And they go, yep, great. That's good enough for us. In fact, we're going to make sure that we keep using that. And we're well, going to the other side of that. violently oppose anyone who says that you should just grow grass in your open-air stadiums. Uh, English soccer greats, Manchester City and Chelsea, hmm. will play a friendly at Ohio Stadium this summer. That's big news. Yeah, they sure will. That's big news. And do you think they're going to come in and play on the spray-painted concrete that they call artificial turf at Ohio Stadium? Not a chance. Absolutely not. Not a chance. The Bjork man is going to have to truck in natural grass. Now, what he should do is leave this as an excuse to actually put grass in. Yes. Okay. I agree. Put grass in. Don't talk to me about the water table. Don't talk to me about direct sunlight. There are ways around there. We don't live in 1920. Yeah. Teams in Europe and England, it's wintertime in England right now. They have no sun. It's raining all the time. Yeah. It's flooding and they have beautiful green grass. They play in, they only play in outdoor stadiums. They only play in the winter. I mean, they play, they play from, August to May, but I'm saying their the bulk season, of their season every is year in their season weather. is in the time of year where you cannot grow grass as easily, and yet they find ways to do it because they have dedicated themselves to it. And none of these teams are going to play on artificial turf, including the ones that come into no. Ohio State. So Manchester City and Chelsea, they're coming in. The only way they come in, even for a, a friendly, a preseason game for them, is if you put down natural grass. Yeah, which of course is what Ohio State's going to have to do. Oh, I agree with you. I, I and I hope they leave it in, but I'm sure they won't. They won't. I'm sure this will that be gets just hundred thousand people, right? For that, I think so. Now, I will tell you that Manchester City and Chelsea. This is a summer where you do have, you know, a lot of European soccer being played, and I mean international soccer. The Euros are this year. It, it's uh, the U.S. has Copa America that they're playing in, which is the U.S. playing a bunch of teams from South America, national teams. So a lot of the players from these bigger clubs, they will be playing on national team duty in the summer. And then after that is over, they'll return to their clubs and they'll probably get a few weeks off before they're going to go full bore back into preseason. This is late enough in the season, though. Uh, July 27th, right? Is that is that? No, no, that is Sorry. the Aston Villa. My bad. Got I didn't see a date on this Man City Chelsea right. game yet. So maybe they haven't set that up yet. 
Hopefully it's later in July so that there's at least a chance that you get some of those players after they're done with the Euros or whatever other tournament they're Who's in. the big hulking blonde guy who looks like a chick? <laughs> I don't know if he looks like a chick, but he's Erling Holland. He has long blonde hair. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. He, he looks I, like Xena the Warrior Princess. I don't think he does, but... Yes. Earl, I'll tell you what right now. I hope we can get... If Erling Holland comes to Columbus... By God, he's got to make a stop here. We have to get him on one of our shows. Oh, fine. Let's interview him. I want to talk to Erling Holland. I want Joe Garagiola on the show. Bring him in. Who? Oh, Pep Guardiola? Him too. My God. My God. I want him in. Well, he's done. He's done. No, I'm sorry. I got no, that the wrong. Liverpool I know, guy's done. Jurgen's done. You I don't forgot. know what the hell you're talking about. I got about. it wrong for a second. I thought maybe Pep was done I'm too. Just saying, right. I'm correcting you. You're right. Pep Guardiola is still there and will possibly win another championship for all we know. But yes, I'd love to have Pep come in here. I don't know that he you know would. You know who's like a number one Man City fan? Who's that? Noel Gallagher of Oasis. Oh. Maybe okay. we can get him in here to play a concert around this game. Not as interested, but that sounds good for you. That sounds fun. Well, I'm, just, I'm gonna, just saying, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm having Xena the Warrior Princess in here. We can have Noel Gallagher in, sing a little What? Don't Look Back what? in Anger, can't we? Well, sure, I guess we could if you can. I'm just saying one of them is guaranteed. Right. One of those teams is guaranteed to come here. Right. Noel Gallagher may or may not show up here given that he lives in England. We'll, we'll get he him can here. see this team whatever he wants no, to. he's a super fan. He'll travel. Okay. Well, I hope has he has guitar. We'll travel. I hope he shows up here. The NFL thinks college football is stupid. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. There's a disabled vehicle on the right shoulder of westbound 670 after 315 and a couple minutes slowdown on eastbound 70 on the east side between Hamilton Road and 270. This report is sponsored by Discover. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. I'm Nicole for 97. One, the fan train. No filler guests, no intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, it's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone 614-787-3093. Can I talk about uh, our fearless leader, Sweet Lou, for yes, a second? Yes, go right ahead. Uh, Sweet Lou has been trying to get me to do something, and I will not do it. I think it's a dumb idea, and I I just want to put an end to it. Okay. It keeps bothering me about it. Ohio State is playing Northwestern, and we found out that it's going to take place at Wrigley Field. No official announcement has been made, but that's all the reports say, is that Wrigley Field. Hmm. He wants to do some sort of promotion where you and I travel to Chicago, broadcast at Wrigley Field or outside Wrigley Field at one of the drunk white people watering holes. All right. Okay. And he wants to label it like common man returns to his roots. Okay. I have several problems with this. Number one, I don't want to go. Okay. <laughs> Number one, that's a, that's not a shock to anyone who's listened to this show for more than 10 minutes that you don't want to go anywhere. Right. You don't want to do I, that. I don't want to go. Second of all, I don't have any roots there. I haven't lived there in 20 years. 
My parents live here. My sister lives here. I don't know anyone there really anymore. There's no more roots. Those have been dug up and eaten. Well, They're you know, gone. You know, you know somebody. Yeah, like Buddy Joe, who, who's text. Eh, text he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't meet me down there. <laughs> he doesn't want to go down there either. <laughs> Second of all, right. look, I can almost understand any, it. To your point, you don't have any roots at Wrigley, well, certainly. Well, that's my other like, point. There's no, I have no roots. I hate the Cubs. Right. I don't want to go to Wrigleyville. If they were playing where the White Sox play, and I could also just bust the kneecaps, the 86-year-old idiot asking for a billion dollars down at the state capitol, maybe I'd think about that. But I hate the Cubs. I hate Wrigley Field. I have no roots there. I've lived here for 20 years. I don't want to go. To your point... I think what would be more of a return to your roots kind of thing is let's say a Portillo's opened up here in the central Ohio area, a giant Portillo's. I'll be the first one there. Well, that I'm saying. We'll I do the see grand opening. If we broadcasted from like a Portillo's opening or something like that, that's a restaurant you love. You would go there anytime you see one. That's somewhere you eat when you go back anywhere near Chicago. So I'm, yeah, that would make more sense for us as a show than to just, now again, we love the Buckeyes, but we, we don't broadcast before Ohio State games here on remote, like out in front of anywhere, do we? You and I have not gone out and broadcasted before those games, typically. So I'm just saying do it in Chicago. No, I'm not doing it. Timmy? I like your idea, Bone. I think if you built off of that, it would be like the Jay Peterman reality bus tour. You take people to the outskirts of Chicago or into Chicago if you have to, and you do a taste of all of Common Man's favorite pizza places you just try the different brand name pizza spots throughout the greater First chicago of all, area a lot of them are gone mm. second of all i grew up in the suburbs too which you drive go. around to hey here's this place that was next to the blockbuster video that's now closed <laughs> absolutely <laughs> right. they have a sabaro there yeah yeah, yeah. That's it's a good place. New York slice I'm going to give you. Because we're mm-hmm. having a good time on the bus. That's right. <laughs> the, yeah. bus, the bus is banging the whole way up there. This no, is my ex-girlfriend's house. <laughs> Her name was Julie. She was a bitch. She broke my heart. We get all the stories. Anywho, about Dark Room Amy? Right? Dark Room Amy. That's right. We can pass by her horse farm. I just want to point out to people who are from places that are not Chicago, New York, or L.A., not everyone who comes from there is like a celebrity who lived in the cool... Like, you you just lived in a place yes, in Chicago. Yes, I just lived in a place. I'm not saying you're not cool or anything. I'm, I'm saying... I'm not cool. No, but you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I grew up in the John Hancock building or whatever. It's like, that's... I don't yeah, know. my neighbor was Chris Farley. He died. <laughs> right. I was at his party with hookers and blow. <laughs> you know, and then I did a stint on Second City like everyone does when you live in Chicago. No, you know what I would do? I would work odd hours because I worked in the radio business there. I made no money. I would eat burritos in my car as I was fighting traffic trying to get through the toll booth. Is this the experience you want? Yeah. That's me going back to my roots. I mean, my, that's my, the common man Living experience. with my parents. You want to come to my parents' house? The old house back there? My dad's family's from New Jersey. We could also do a tour of like the, uh, I don't know, lower Delaware Valley if you want to. Go see all the great little nothings towns out there. Let's go hang out in Newark for yeah, three days. sure. And, right. then, and then Trenton. How does that what? sound? And if I said that to my own family from New Jersey, they would be like, why the hell you want to go there? Like, why do you want to even bother? Like, they just, they don't want to be there. Why is Larry King there? I don't That's know. They sound like. You should go uh, scalp tickets for a devil's game at the rock. Yeah, that's right. That's like this is what I'm saying is just because you have people who are from that area doesn't mean they live the typical experience or they have all the Well, there's that, and I haven't lived there in so long. This is my roots now. Yeah. Right. I, my roots are so entrenched here 
my extended family moved here. That's right. To be with me because I'm mm. just so damn magnetic. By the way, I didn't ask him to do that. Who? Anyone? Oh, your family. Yes. Oh, your family. I... Uh, Mom and Dad, please move here. No, they just decided. I would just send him cars. I hate you. I never <laughs> want to see you again. Please don't move here. But I ask, did they ask you? Did they have the conversation about moving in? It wasn't. It wasn't as clear as that. It was just one day it was, hey, uh, we're retiring. We want to move closer to you and your sister. And so we think we're going to buy a house 20 seconds away from you. Sound good? Clear. Your sister lives up in Northeast Ohio. She lives in Akron. You live in Columbus. They picked 20 seconds from your doorstep as equidistant between the two. So they figured being a little bit closer... We want to make it exactly like everybody loves Raymond and live That's in the my, my standard line is it's just like everybody loves Raymond, but nobody's laughing. <laughs> There's a lot of crying. There's lots of crying. Mm. Lots <laughs> of depression. crying. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Now, who plays the giant ogre brother that comes in and is like, hey, Raymond, who does that? I don't know if we... That's they actually got Brad Garrett. Oh, okay, good. That's he it, right? What is he doing? He's doing Jimmy John's commercials. Hey, hey Mike. That, that's actually a pretty He's good impression. He's putting mayo on Timmy's sandwiches. <laughs> I'll take it. That's right. <laughs> You're going to take this mayo and like it. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy John's. All right, the NFL thinks college football is stupid. Yeah, so which one of these do you want first? Because we've... Oh, I know which one Give you want Give me the, first. The, the playoff scheduling. Yeah, so the NFL is not happy about how college football is deciding to do their playoffs. The CFP people announced that they're going to do their opening round games December 20th and 21st. Well, if you look at a calendar, the 21st is Saturday. Typically, the NFL has been very happy to avoid Saturdays during, you know, the regular college football season. Oh, when the season's over, hey, they take over Saturday. They love Saturday. They'll, they'll play games on Saturday and Sunday. Well, now, because there's an expanded college football playoff, suddenly the NFL's going... You know, we we kind of like that Saturday there on the twenty first. You're not you're not going to touch that, are you? And uh, the college football people said, "Hell yeah, we are! It's college football, baby. We're not touching Sunday. That's your day. We're doing Friday and Saturday. That's what we're doing." And uh, apparently, the NFL says, according to one source, league source says that inside the NFL, the attitude was closer to befuddlement than anger. But still, they were not sure why the NCAA chose that or why yeah, the college football people chose the, the that. The tone wasn't, how dare they were going to crush them. It was almost like, what are they doing? They're going to crush themselves. Well, I don't know that, though. I don't know that either, but I'm just saying that's what the NFL is thinking. Well, here's what I know. This, this could be the first little step. And I'm sure the NCAA, or again, I know this is college football playoffs, not the NCAA. Those are different things, right? Right. But, the college football powers that be could easily say, yeah, you know, we uh, we wanted to kind of respect what you said, but remember how you scheduled a game on Black Friday? Remember how yeah, we've put some of our rivalry games on Black Friday traditionally? Now you guys have said, well, we'll just ease on in there and do that too. If you're going to do that, we're going to let our new college football playoff also go toe-to-toe with some NFL games. I'm guessing some of those Saturday college football playoff games won't be like at 8 p.m., I'm guessing there might be one of them that's like a 3.30 or something so that maybe they can play that game and then there's a little bit of a window there where the NFL could schedule in the evening and they don't have to go head-to-head. But yeah, I'm, I'm quite sure college football playoff people are saying, we think we're a big enough thing, depending on the matchups we get, yeah, 
we're we're not as worried about going up against some craptastic Saturday football game that you're going to schedule. So we'll see. This could be the opening bouts, opening round of a little bit of a fight between the two powers that be in uh, football in this country. All right. So there's that, and we have talked about the early signing period in college football, how it's just sort of transformed the game along. That's something that hasn't been talked about too much. We talk about NIL. We talk about the portal. Really, the the early signing period, too, has changed things greatly in college football. And now maybe the NCAA is rethinking it. Yeah. Nicole Auerbach from The Athletic says the NCAA is considering moving the early signing period up to the Wednesday of conference championship week, which falls on December 4th in the 2024 season. Uh, This would be a period that would last between three and seven days, would allow high school prospects to sign their national letter of intent. But apparently they've also been considering a summer signing window in either June or August. If that were implemented, athletes would have three separate chances to sign their national letters of intent, including the traditional national signing day in February. Per the report, the subcommittee also hopes to make a change where transfer portal players can sign an NL, NL, a national letter of intent as well. So they'd have another national signing day for portal players as well. Either way, I mean, you could be talking about if all of that gets done, you could be talking about what did it's June could be the first week where you have players signing. This would be before their senior year, right? They would be signing saying I'm committing. And now the offers there and it's solid and it's done. That would be a year before they can even get on campus or at least eight months before they can get on campus. You'd also have that December window where they could sign. And then you'd have February where you could still sign. So we could have three national signing days plus a transfer portal signing day. Okay. That's a lot of signing days, buddy. That's a lot of signing days. Yeah. Uh, Amazon, we were talking about uh, the Black Friday playoff game. That was on Peacock. They paid $110 million for that game this season. Yeah. Amazon is paying $150 million for an exclusive playoff game next season. Yeah, there, well, there was the Black Friday game, and then there was also that exclusive playoff game that we saw that was the... Well, that's, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Right. I forgot yeah. about uh, the Black... I, I confused it, too. Yeah. They paid $110 million for the exclusive playoff game. I think it was $100 million for the Black Friday game. Yeah, but that was created out of whole cloth where they didn't even have a game scheduled on Black Friday, and then it suddenly became a thing. Now what you're talking about is, so who got the rights to the... Amazon. Amazon got it got for... Got $150 million. Last year was 110. Yeah, so the price went up 40 million dollars in one year. That's that's a significant. Well, that shows you it was successful. Yes, and it's also desired by these companies to prop up their streaming product. What I'm saying is, don't be surprised if they suddenly, when when the new TV deals come along, if this continues to be that popular, they will look at these TV companies and say, uh, "Hey, you want to put one of these games on your streamer?" We will add another game in as a streaming-only option, but you guys all have to bid on it. Right? They might have two or three of these games eventually become playoff games only on streaming. I'm just telling you, it's not going away. The Cabbage is going to give us an update on her chubby. Chubby time! Hmm? 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 Find out what that means coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. 
Be careful of an object on the roadway of eastbound 70 downtown at 4th Street, causing a couple-minute delay there and some slow traffic from the 71 West Split. We also have stop-and-go traffic on westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. This report is sponsored by U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Serve those who served. Join the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs and make a difference in rural veteran health care. Apply now for rewarding careers in Chillicothe. Visit vacareers.va.gov. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traction. Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Oh, and I want to talk to you about my friends at Universal Windows Direct. Oh, thank goodness. Now, maybe you're saying, my windows are, are fine. Well, fine sucks. Yeah. Because fine lets out all the heat or air conditioning that you happen to be using. You want your windows from Universal Windows Direct to perform better and last longer. Mm-hmm. So call them today, and they'll upgrade your new windows to triple-pane glass for free. That's three layers of glass between you and all the bums outside. Schedule your free in-home estimate today, and for every two windows you buy, you get the next two free, plus a free upgrade to that triple-pane glass, and they're going to double your energy tax credit. Restrictions apply. Tell them I told you to call, and they give you an extra $250 off. Oh, how about that? Look at that. Yes. great. Anyway, yeah. what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh, go check them out online. UniversalWindowsDirect.com. Like me, you'll be saying, I love my windows. Yeah. Let's talk about the cabbage and her chubby. Chubby time! The cabbage is Mary Kay Cabbage. She covers the Browns for the Cleveland Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com, all of that. Earlier in the week, we talked about the very real possibility that Nick Chubb would be cut by the Browns coming off of the severe knee injury He's making a lot of money, final year of his deal, seems like an untradeable number. The only option is restructure or cut. Uh, The cabbage says that the Browns have no intention of cutting Nick Chubb. They will work something out, and they're leading with their hearts on this one. They want Nick Chubb in a Browns uniform next year, which leaves only restructuring. Sure. That's, I mean... I'm glad to hear that they want to do something right by him and try to keep him in a Browns uniform. Uh, well, again, again, something right by him is still going to pick up the phone and ask him to take less than half of the salary he's supposed to make next well, year. I, I mean, I hope it's not going to be less than half. Like that's what I'm saying. It'll be if, like a five to six million dollar number. You think it won't be fifteen? Yeah, yeah, I think it's five to six. Well, what do you mean it's five to six? That's just what you're hearing it's no, going to be? No, that's what or? I think it's going to be. I hear nothing. Okay. That's what I think it's going to be. But if they're going to lead with their heart, like this is where I get so frustrated with the NFL where they, they talk about family, they talk about all this stuff. At the end of the day, this is a business. And that's exactly why I do not mind when players say, I'm holding out for a better contract because they know these teams are holding out on them for a better player the second they can. And the reality is, if they thought Nick Chubb was the best option, they'd have no problem paying him $15 million. The reality is, when you have these knee injuries, or this knee injury that caused him to have multiple surgeries, and he's had one going back from you know previously when he was in college, I mean, they are concerned about what he's going to be as a player going forward. If he didn't have this knee injury, they're paying him this money. No questions asked, right? Yeah, probably. And so, I, I mean... It sucks. It's not his fault he got hurt. It's not the Browns' fault that he got hurt either. They're trying to do the right thing by trying to win a championship. No, I mean, I don't know Nick Chubb, but everything you hear about Nick Chubb is that he is a guy who wants to win badly. He cares very much about the team, but 
I wouldn't blame him at all if he said, I want what's on my I want I want what's on my contract. I want me some glory hole. Man, I I would want what I am owed because you made that promise to me based on what you thought I was able to do. That's that's right. And then the team will say, Okay, we understand. Here's zero dollars. And right, then he's and then, free to go out and sign someplace else, but it's certainly not going to be for 15. I know that. But again, this is like the part of it where if we're doing fantasy football, what I, you say makes sense. But if you're running an NFL franchise where you want people to say, man, if I go there, they care. They value me as a player. That gets you the up. That's how you build an organization that doesn't have to give $230 million to get Deshaun Watson to walk in with his baggage. You know what I mean? Like, if one organization would just take it upon themselves to say, yeah, that guy has done nothing but show up, be everything we've asked him to, been a complete player for us, and he just had a horrific injury to start off the season. Horrific. Well, I'm saying if there was a guy, I'm not saying you do this for every person that gets hurt. I'm not saying you do it for everyone. Full disclosure, I love Nick Chubb. He's my favorite player on the Browns. I'm just saying I could understand why an organization would say from an X and O's, bottom line, dollars and cents standpoint, it doesn't make sense for us to pay him $15 million. However, we're going to honor his contract because we want to do right by Nick Chubb and show loyalty to that. That would not be the worst thing they could do from the standpoint of getting the next Nick Chubb in the door, getting the next great player, Miles Garrett, that guy. Like Getting those guys to come and sign for you looks better when you, it gets around the league. They're like, hey, man, they take care of their players. What's Drake's biggest song? Drake? Yeah, if you had to pick one song, I don't know. I'm not to the define biggest Drake. I'm not the biggest Drake guy. I mean, I don't listen to a ton of Drake. I'm just asking. I know you did two shows here locally. Evil Bald Colin went to one of them, and Matty Ice went to the other one. Okay. I well, was talking to Matty Ice. He said it was like the greatest thing he ever went to. Actually, went to the after party. Oh. Got to party with the Glitterati. Did he really? Yeah. I mean, I he's Matty that. Ice. He's local celebrity. Matty I Ice. Know he was doing that. Drake requested his presence. I got with Drake. Okay. And I saw that Drake just gave someone $30,000 in the audience. Let him live. Just pick someone in the audience. Say, hey, you drove a long way to come to the concert. Here's 30 grand. That's nice. You know, he's not the only artist. Taylor Swift ain't doing that. I ain't maybe, maybe I, I, Has Taylor Swift thrown 30, 30 grand out there? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying that's a generous thing. What a nice man. Does that he seems do like. that at every show? Just pick somebody out and I give him 30 grand? Uh, maybe. He's got, let me tell you right now, Drake could easily go out there every concert he does and say, here's 30 G's, and he would not miss it at all from his bottom line. No, I'm I'm sure that's the case, and I'm sure that person is beyond thrilled. But the other side of that is, why don't you take a couple ducats off that ticket price if we're just giving away 30 grand during the show, right? I mean, none of these artists are taking the ticket prices down. And only he's the one giving the 30 G's out, that, is what I'm saying. Fair enough. But yeah, that's... Fair enough. Not only. I'm sure there's other people doing that, too, that I don't know about. Uh, here are some, according to Spotify, and again, I'm sorry that I don't know more of Drake's songs by name. I'm I've heard plenty. You. I've heard plenty of Drake's songs. I just don't know them by name. Okay. God's Plan. I have heard that one. I now know the title of that one. Uh, Work is another one. In My Feelings is a huge Drake song. Okay. Um, Life is Good, which features Drake. But life is a highway. Does he have no, that one? No. Going bad, which features Drake. What do you mean features Drake? It, he, he, it's his he, song, he, is know, it he not? Guess, he guests on those songs where he does a verse on the song oh, and that okay. makes the song right. bigger because Drake is on All it. All right, okay. Uh, He's Canadian, right? Yeah, I believe that's correct. I think one of his album covers, in fact, has him sitting on the CN Tower, if I'm not mistaken. 
like sitting on the, I mean, it's photoshopped, I'm sure, but he's like sitting. Yeah, all right. Of, he's not you know. sitting on the top of the tower in Toronto, you idiot. <laughs> well, I just tell you, it's what the picture looks like. I don't know how gullible you are. All right. Thank you. I do know how gullible you are. Let's do a little human race case study coming okay. up next. Ready for this? No. Don't you like to marvel at how stupid people are? Yes. And how they got that way? That I'm ready for. Well, that's what we're going to do. Okay, great. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. We've got some slow-moving traffic on westbound 70 downtown between the 71 east and west split and around a five-minute slowdown on northbound 71 on the north side between Cleveland Avenue and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Nicole for 971 the fan traffic today's special value is three hours of stupid you're listening to common man and t-bone i'm a very curious person i have to understand what makes people tick Hmm. even though it's completely impossible for me to fully understand i have to try okay that's and this is a this is a curse no i wish i didn't care I wish I could just look at somebody and say, wow, that person's just stupid, and then dismiss it and go about my day. I know, but what I'm telling you is it makes you a better human that you actually care as to what's going on. All right. I mean, I, I think about this. like The people who stand up and run on the court and scream at youth sporting events, mm-hmm. like, what the hell's going on with you? And I saw this story, and I'm just thinking to myself, what the hell's going on with you? So Tiger Woods, his son, Charlie Woods, yeah, he is 15 years old. He is trying to qualify for the PGA Tour event next weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay? So he's playing a qualifier in Palm Beach. Yeah. And if you've ever been to one of these qualifiers before, it's not like going to the Memorial Tournament. No. It, You're at a regular golf course for the most part. Yeah, I mean, some of them are... Are they are they public tracks, some of them, Teddy? Does some of them are. Okay. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Like, I, mean, I know that... Uh, what is the uh, what's the course up there that Platinum Fox used to live on? Oh, I know exactly. Off I can't, of Sawmill. What the hell is it? I don't know why I can't place it. I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know why I can't think of the name. Is it North Star? No, no. Oh, Tartan. <sighs> no, no. It's uh, the other one north done, of that. We've done events there. Anywho, Kinsale. Yes, Kinsale. That's there right. Yes. Kinsale. Gosh, sorry about that. And so they'll hold events on that course. For people to qualify. No, that's not like a public course. No, but what I'm a, saying yeah, is there's people right. live on, there's houses right there. There's no yeah. ropes to separate spectators from golfers. It's just, there are people there golfing. Yeah. And you have some, you know, marshals that are in charge. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah. marshals is the right term. You know what I mean? Event coordinators. Of course. That are there. But ultimately, it's just you standing on a golf course watching somebody play golf. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And so Charlie Woods is playing in this qualifying tournament. Again, he's 15 years old. He was not playing very well. According to the Palm Beach Post, as a frustrated Woods made his way up the fairway, spectators began to realize there were no ropes to bar them from the course. In turn, they walked very close to Woods on the fairway, ignoring repeated requests from tournament officials to stay on the cart path. A disgruntled fan asked one official, Who are you, the fire marshal? After Woods left the 12th green, another fan approached him with a pen and a copy of Tiger's book, 
how I play golf, demanding Charlie sign the book. <laughs> Again, right. he's in mid-round. Yeah, right. All right? Yeah. When an official told the fan that wasn't allowed, she made a commotion of shushes and yells, including, I live here, oh as Woods God. teed off on number 13. Oh, yeah, you do, but they're... They don't. So like again, the guy, the guys playing on this course, they're just passing through. You playing their tournament in your backyard. You should be glad they're there. You are walking and, and tracking down a 15 year old playing a round of golf, demanding that he sign a book that his father wrote. Number one, just stupid on all levels. But I, I need, I need to know. I need to understand how no. you get to this point in life. I think where you get to this point in life is you just. You don't regularly have consequences for your actions, like when you're walking around. Like, I mean, I'm a grown man. I'm 40 years old. Oh, look at you. No, I'm so, 41, I'm, I should say. I was going to say, I got something to play for you. No, I'm saying, like, I, I know walking around that, like, if tomorrow I just started screaming at someone in the middle of a store, number one, I wouldn't, I would feel horrible about doing that. I don't think that's a good way to live your life. But I would also acknowledge that, like, even if I wasn't on the radio, that would just be a bad look for anyone that knows me, my family, my kids. Someone might see me at a store doing that and go, that's not a great thing to do. Who's, oh, that's, you know, that's even Vivian's dad. I would feel bad about that. So I'm saying for me that if if I ever lost the I don't care about humans anymore thing, I just scream whoever I want. I'd still feel bad about how my kids would get treated if they saw their dad acting like an idiot. So I'm saying maybe for this person. They just, they never have consequences. They're not worried about what people think I, about them I, anymore. I, guess. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know how you get to that point. That's all. I, again, like I said, is that you just, I like, I genuinely wonder sometimes if some of these people that do that, like the Karens of the world, like, do you not have a job where you have to interact with people on a day to day basis? You kind of learn how to handle interpersonal conflict, things like that. I'm surprised. Teddy, what's the word on Charlie Woods? 15 same career path as daddy no no n nobody's gonna have that kind of well I, 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 mean, I understand that but i'm just saying he's trying to qualify for events when he's yeah, 15 there must be some I, sort of promise here i think he'll definitely be a pga tour pro now how good he will be that's still yet to be determined but i think he will be on the tour one day Am have I, you ever harassed a 15 year old trying to make a uh, pro tournament not in the last year okay thank you am i wrong for making the following assumption and that is that if you are someone who grew up with uh, someone who is good at golf, you have grown up with lots and lots of resources, time devoted to golf, and access to golf courses, you would have an easier time making it as a pro golfer than someone who doesn't have all those things. Definitely. Okay. Yes. Yeah, sure. So what I'm saying the is... The ability still has to match up, but... Well, you have yeah. to... Yes, you have to have ability, but golf seems like one of those skills that... I, there are certain things, right? Like, I guess if you grew up with access to a, a batting cage and a pitching machine and a parent who knew how to play baseball, knew how to teach you the fundamentals of hitting, you'd have a better chance of being a good hitter in baseball. Doesn't mean you'd be a pro. Right? Yeah, might take you through, like, college. Yeah, yeah, but it might help you get a college scholarship yeah. or otherwise you might have fizzled out in high school. Yeah. So I'm saying if he's got his dad's, you know, some of that DNA is in him where he now has some of whatever his dad had that helped him be able to be that good. Maybe then with all the coaching and everything else you get from dad and all the access to the courses, all that stuff, 
you probably have a, a chance at being a pro just because of the circumstances life has dealt you. From that, it's whatever he does with it. But yeah, he's. I, it makes sense to me that he would have a chance to be a pro. I always wonder what kind of sports dads the great ones are. You know, yeah. like I, I just want. I wonder. You know, when Michael Jordan's kids are trying to play basketball, like what is he? Does he try and downplay it? Like who cares? It doesn't matter. Or is he pushing them? I don't know. You know, LeBron's kid is currently on USC after he had the the heart or the, the cardiac the arrest, cardiac yeah. arrest. I mean, does LeBron look at him and say, "Hey, man, don't let this keep you down. Keep going," or does he look at him and say, "What are you doing this for?" No, I, I don't want you I to get, do this. I, I mean, number one, if anything, I think LeBron is going. I want you to make it to the NBA so we can play together. Okay, like well, I think, maybe I think, that's it. I like I, and I wonder what Tiger says to Charlie. They played in tournaments together. Yeah, you I know, just, don't don't do what I do. Go do your own thing. Again, I I'm not in this position. I don't know. Of course, right. I've I've often wondered that too because you see some people who are like great musicians, and then you find out years later that their kid is also a great musician, but they never. You don't see them out at 17 or 18 trying to get into the clubs and trying to play right. these shows. And and it might be because that you know person who was in these musician bands, whatever, might have said, yeah, uh, that lifestyle is really difficult and hard. And I've made an easier life for us. You don't have to go pursue that. You can pursue it how you want to. But like you and me have talked about, we're not in any of these categories. But if your kid or my kid started like, you know, hey, let me get a microphone. I want to do a podcast. I'd probably walk over and knock the mic out of their hand. Yeah. I would just say, oh, come on, you can aim a little higher than what we did for, you know, a living. But but again, I'm I'm not a I'm not Tiger Woods level golfer. If I was that, maybe I would say, Yeah, you should you should give it a shot. I guess I would just I'd have to ask all the time. And it would probably get tired of it. Is this what you're really passionate about? Well Is this what you want to do? Look, yeah. that's that's a line that people feed all the time. Where it's like, do you love what you do? The reality is, a lot of us are not in the financial position to just love what we do. We have to get jobs that put right. food and money in the bank. Right. Not food in the bank. But you know what I mean. No, I know. <laughs> All right. But that's yeah. just something they, they, do you really love what you do? If you don't, think about doing something else. Well, you know what? Most people in life don't have that choice. But a guy like Charlie Woods does. Yes, he does. He does have that choice to just focus on what he's super passionate about. And maybe he's gone to his dad and said, Dad, it's golf for me. I know I may not be as good as you, and that's okay. I love this. I have to do it. The last thought I guess I have on that is just it's hard to know, I think, when you're probably his age, what your life passion is because his entire life has probably been somewhat adjacent to golf yeah the entire time like if you grow up in a family that owns a pizzeria and you're there every weekend even if you're not working there you're just sitting on your video game system whatever playing at some point when you get to be 16 17 18 you're probably gonna work at the pizzeria and you're probably gonna know that at some point if you want to take that thing over it's gonna be there for you to run so then how would you know that like actually my my passion is painting you know because you probably haven't painted a lot but you've made a lot of pizza so maybe that's where, you know, Charlie Woods comes into it, too. Fat boy food tip. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You're going to find slow traffic if you're on westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. And also slow traffic on eastbound 70 on the east side between Hamilton Road and 270. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Dive into hibernation mode with a huge deal on deeper sleep during Mattress Firm's President's Day sale. Shop now to save up to $500 on select Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets and receive a $300 instant gift for pillows and more. Plus, get free and fast delivery to your door. Restrictions apply. 
I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traction. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone 614-787-3093. Few things drive me crazy more than food snobs. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. And people who look at the 99% of us that, you know, just are having a hard day and damn it, we have to hit the window today. Yeah. As just some poor souls who don't understand what fresh food really is. No, we understand. Sometimes we just don't want it. And so that brings us to today's Fat Boy Food Tip. Common Man and T-Bone have very little value. Unless they're telling you about all the crap they can shove in your mouth so you can die quicker. It's time for Fat Boy Food Tip. Wait, how do you want me to say it? Um, Tip? Tip? This is dumb. I quit. Me too. So, when we think of uh, people, chefs, celebrity chefs on TV, think of Guy Fieri, right? Mm-hmm. You probably also think of Andrew Zimmer. And even if you don't know him by name, I'm quite sure you've seen him on your television. Yeah, he's a, a roundish, bald guy. Yeah, that... he does like the bizarre foods. and Yeah. He goes to different places, delicious destinations, and checks out their cuisine. All of it. He's been on TV for a long time. Yep. So I'm reading this article, tastingtable.com. Sure. I'm just going to read it as written. I'm not going to comment. I mean, I will comment, but I'm just going to read the article right now. All right. Andrew Zimmern is arguably one of the most well-traveled eaters on earth. He's dined on everything from durian to palalo. Okay. Or Samoan coral worms. Of course, everybody knows that. We love those. But take a look at his latest social media posts and you'll see he's expanding his palate to include some of uniquely American favorites. Recently, the star sampled everyone's favorite frozen dairy dessert, the Frosty, for the very first time. What? Now here's a quote. This guy's like 60 years old too. Here's a quote from Andrew Zimmern. Well, I love food. And I'm not a food snob, but I was kind of surprised at how great the Frosty was. Oh, my. I thought the burger was like, eh, he tells Tasting Table. Uh, Urged by his Instagram followers to reconsider his review, he gamely tried the fast food giant's burger a second time with more favorable results. Indeed, his reputation for trying just about anything is solidly established. Still, you may be surprised to learn that Zimmern's yet to delve into a cuisine that comes as second nature to many Westerners. In an exclusive interview with Tasting Table, he unleashed a whopper of a secret. Quote, I don't have a lot of experience in traditional fast food places. I'm scared. Oh, my God. Uh, He admits he's dipped into a few popular fast food restaurants. And he's already developing some strong feelings. Quote, I'm in love with Culver's. (laughs) My friends have told me you'll love Culver's so much you will not like other fast food places because Culver's cooks everything to order. But I'm going to give some of these things a shot. The other fast food places. God bless you for trying out the swill that us commoners eat. Oh, my God. The chef's already earning his wings, and his opinions on fast food chicken may ruffle some feathers. Oh. 
Any Food Network fan can tell you the chicken is one of Andrew Zimmern's favorite mains. Okay. Quote, my sticky, spicy chicken wings are the best wings there are, he tells Tasting Table. He loves making crunchy Japanese fried chicken along with his homemade yuzu chili sauce. Okay, and sure. for years, Zimmern and his family have visited Joe's Stone Crab in Miami, Florida, where he says the fried chicken was once a secret menu item. That's what I go to Joe's Stone Crab for, the yeah, fried chicken fried anyway. Chicken. You got to go to the Crab Shack for the chicken. That's the place. His go-to order at Joe's when he touches down on the South Beach Sands, as much fried chicken and stone crabs as I can stuff into my face, okay. he explains. That's great. But Zimmern's not afraid to explore what chain restaurants have to offer either. Oh, my. And of the limited encounters he's had with fast food establishments, one plucky southern chain sticks out above the rest. Okay. Quote, I've eaten at Raisin Cane's. Oh, my God. Which people classify as fast food, right? Says the (laughs) chef. But all they do is serve chicken tenders, and they do them really well. Uh I like canes, and people tell me Uh. that's fast food, end quote. Most everyone can agree that Raisin Cane's counts as fast food, even though we might have to draw the line at his next spicy take. Oh, no. Where's he going next? We may as well warn you now. Andrew Zimmern's next revelation is harder to digest how does no this guy sauce. get a job writing? Just get to the damn point. What is he going to next? My God. Here's the quote. So I've eaten at Raisin Cane's, but I've never eaten a chicken McNugget. I'm scared. Oh, oh Jesus. I I will I never I will never watch a show with this man on it again. Why would anyone care to hear what you have to say he about says, food if you're not I'm, scared of a chicken nugget? He says he's at least held one in his hands. Oh. Quote. I've seen them, and I've broken one open. Oh, my Lord. But he oh, didn't. Oh, no. This is a man that goes to different countries and eats armadillo ass lining. Yes. Okay? Right, right. And then we'll look at the camera and say, you Americans just don't understand how delicious this is. But he's got a McNugget in his hand. He broke it open, And even. he can't bring himself to put it in his mouth. And he wants to say, I'm not a food snob. You're the ultimate food snob! Oh. What's the matter with you? And you know what? Whoever wrote the article, too, what is this called? Douche Weekly. Yeah. Tasting They're, Table. I'm tasting a douche. Table. Com. Yeah, that's right. Hashtag peepee no worky. Yeah. Well, tastingtable.com. I'm never reading you. And I, I'm... Anybody who would write an article like that is also a food snob. But yeah, Andrew Zimmern, sorry, I don't... It's just, I, I love the way you. that he talks about it and the way this is written as if they're exploring space. Yes. It's like, can you believe this guy who's eaten lots of food is now going to eat some other food? Food that Americans eat all the time. Yeah, that's kind of his deal, isn't it? He goes everywhere and tries everything except apparently doesn't try like regular old fast food. Wow. Give this man a medal. That Frosty. I got to tell you. Wait till he finds it. Is I he- tried one. It yeah, was again, pretty good. Again, a menu staple at one of the most popular restaurants in America. I got to tell you, this thing that they've served for years and people rave about, I have now found it's actually good. I've discovered that it's good. Great. Thanks for sharing. God, I hate people. Douche. Uh, we'll talk about Eli Manning in costume coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. 
you'll hit some stop and go traffic, causing a couple minutes slowdown on westbound 70 downtown between the 71 east split and 315. And expect a couple minute delay on northbound 71 on the north side between Cleveland Avenue and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by WeBuyAnyCar.com. Before you sell or trade in, find out how much your car is worth at WeBuyAnyCar.com. They make selling your car fast, safe, and fair. Get your free online valuation now at WeBuyAnyCar.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. You know, Bone and I do all our banging at Hollywood Casino Columbus and their 12,000 square foot sports book. It's a true Vegas atmosphere. As a matter of fact, it's better. It's better than Vegas. Better than Vegas. Because Rothman went to Vegas and brought back airborne herpes, Mm -hmm. which infected the entire staff. I'm going to guarantee you this. There is no airborne herpes at Hollywood Casino Columbus. Yep, I'm with you. No. I'm with you. There also is in a brothel called Scabs out back, like Rothman went to. Okay, we don't know anything about that. I'm going to say it. Okay. Anyway, go to the sports book, enjoy yourself, Vegas atmosphere, but without the herpes. That's their tagline. Vegas atmosphere, but no herpes. Must be 21, no airborne herpes. No airborne. I can't. I can't speak on <laughs> traditional herpes. I can't, I can't speak that on that. That is my favorite band, traditional Tra- herpes. Traditional herpes. <laughs> God, we sound disgusting. <laughs> Give me a cigarette. Give me a cigarette, Chris Sabo. Shotzi took a crap on the AstroTurf again. Must, Must be 21 uh, or older gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, are you part of that newfangled herpes, or do you do the traditional, traditional herpes? herpes? Oh, traditional herpes. Oh, traditional herpes. intended God, it. yes. That's the way we like it a around here. A man and a woman get together for traditional herpes. <laughs> traditional herpes. <laughs> By the way, uh, traditional herpes and tradition may just be dead in the NCAA today. Why? What happened? Well, there's a little lawsuit that just got a ruling on it. Uh, You might remember there was a court case. Tennessee and Virginia filed against the NCAA. NCAA came down on University of Tennessee and said, you guys were given NIL to recruits. They hadn't actually done anything yet. You guys were purely doing this. You were giving them money just to get them to come to school. It wasn't a promise that if they perform, they would get paid NIL. No, you gave them straight cash only just to get them to come play for you. Mm -hmm. Well, Tennessee, the state government of Tennessee shot back and said, "Uh, hey, what rules are you enforcing NCAA? The government has already said you have no standing here. You can't do anything about that. Why are you trying to come down on one of our universities? How dare you? So I went before a federal judge and uh, not the greatest timing for them. It's a Friday in like four o'clock in the afternoon. This ruling comes down. It's being termed the NCAA's worst nightmare. A federal judge has granted a preliminary injunction in the Tennessee NIL case. What that effectively means is as of today, the NCAA cannot enforce any name, image and likeness restrictions or rules until this lawsuit is either settled or goes to trial. Nicole Auerbach has a tweet about this where she says the court order grants the preliminary injunction to stop the NCAA from enforcing NIL rules in recruiting, and it is applicable to all recruits and all schools in all states, not just Tennessee and Virginia. So I guess well, that sounds like a thing, doesn't it? I guess that just means tomorrow, if you want to walk out with a big bag of cash and throw it at 
recruit X at a high school game. You can just walk up to him and be like, hey, courtesy of my favorite school, come play for them, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't sound like there's a lot of rules to this anymore, buddy. Well, there wasn't any rules to it. No. But I mean, yeah, I, I guess get, the conferences and the schools can enforce their own code of conducts and yeah, stuff but, like that. But, but the NCAA tried to have like a last gasp attempt when this came down a few months ago where they said, yeah, see, we can still do something. Look at us throwing our weight around. And then the states went to the government and said, hey, didn't your courts already kind of determine this? The Supreme Court, remember that old ruling? And a federal judge looked at that and was like, yeah, until we rule on this case, there's nothing they can do right now. So unless now maybe they'll in a ruling later say we're going to update our ruling and make it so that there is some way they can enforce this. But as of right now, until that gets settled, they are they are not able to enforce anything when it comes to NIL. That is shocking. Common Man and T-Bone here for traditional herpes. Mm, that's right. Join us. Not that freak stuff that Rothman saw in Vegas. No. You should Air- see the crabs he saw. They were like Dungeness. <laughs> like the... Northwestern was down there catching them. Deadliest catch. Yeah, right. Just a giant ship full of crabs. Right, just a... Wow, yeah. those are real things. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, you know the Eli Manning thing that he did? Where he dressed up like Chad Powers? Well, he and called then, himself Chad Powers. He, wait, he, he called himself Chad Powers and then went to an open tryout for Penn State? Right, and in the video, you could even tell all the kids were looking around like, yeah, not Eli Manning. How are you, sir? Oh, you think it was all fake? No, I think all those kids were kind of even looking around like, this is Eli Manning in a wig and a nose, right? Well, the like, coaches didn't seem to know anything. Nah, they, the they coaches, looked extra how stupid. Did they coaches, how did they not know? The coaches were the ones who brought him in. Well, that's right. I forgot about Anyway, who the hell cares? Uh, apparently, this viral video was so popular, there's now going to be a Chad Powers TV series on Hulu. Uh, now, Eli Manning is not going to be playing Chad Powers. That will go to... Actor Glenn Powell, oh, who I do not wait, know. Glenn Powell, isn't that the dude from uh, Top Gun? Yes. That's, that's uh, like the new Iceman guy, right? Am I not mistaken? Yes. I don't know. Yes, you're right. Okay. All I'm right. telling you. It says it right here. He's from okay. Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. All right. He's going to be Chad Powers. The series is going to be on Hulu. So Hangman, right, Bone? Yeah, that's right. Not Hangman. Hangman, yeah. that's right. What's what, what's the angle on, like, what does he do in this series? It's the backstory of a fictional character that we don't care about? Like, at least with Ted Lasso, like, you had, uh, what's his name? Uh, why am I blanking on the actor's name? Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis, yes. I almost said Jason Statham. Jason Sudeikis played Ted Lasso in the commercial and then now is going to expand that character. And he's also a brilliant writer. I don't, I don't see a plot here. Great. I assume uh, yeah. that he will just be in disguise, but actually make the team. And so he'll be like a 40-year-old who just makes the team. I have no idea. You think it's going to follow his run at Penn State? I mean, I don't know if it's Penn State or, or someplace fictional, else. Some fictional, sort of fictional school, school where he's so to doing keg stands and stuff like that. A dumb skit that they did that everyone kind of saw through in the moment that it occurred they're going to say, let's build a whole TV series out of it, but let's not get Eli Manning in it because he's... Oh, I'm just reading the news to you, buddy. <sighs> I, I mean, think I, I want to talk more that's about de- herpes. I'll tell you what, that sounds depressing. That show just makes me all kinds of depressed. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure Chad Powers has it, so you could talk about that. Herpes? Oh, yeah. Right. Traditional or airborne? Both. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. You we think they got can, it. Oh, good. I'm sorry. I was you think they can get Kenny Powers to join the show? I <laughs> now, think that would be. Now you're talking. Wow, that now that's a lot of herpes. Got a yeah. lot of herpes talking right now. <laughs> He's bounding down, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, 
help me with this. I, you can't. No one can. Okay, great. I, I almost look at this the same way I look at the woman who's harassing 15-year-old Tiger's son. Sign this book! Sure. You ungrateful brat! Mm-hmm. I almost understand her more than I understand people who have this opinion. And there's quite a, a bit of them. few of them? bit of them? Something. Uh, Brady Quinn, your guy. Oh, no, no comments? No, no, I mean, he's whatever. I'm over. I mean, okay, I, I'm I was just saying, thought, Brady I was, Quinn, your guy. I, I mean, Brady seems like a nice Central Ohio being. product. Of course, yeah. uh, Notre Dame, Browns, all of it. I was, was always thinking he was a bit overrated is where, uh, what you were looking for. Well, he's there. doing analyst work now. That's what he does. Don't let yeah. Bode Man hear you say that. I, I understand. Know. I know. Bust the door down. That's, <laughs> I know. With just his bottom half. That's all, oh, yeah. Strong. He won't use the arms to bust the door Be- down. Because. Yes. 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 Anyway, uh, Brady Quinn says that he ultimately thinks that J.J. McCarthy will be a top 10 pick. Okay. Well, he but- says, to me, he's going to end up being a top 10 pick when it's all said and done. I think teams are going to love his ability to create and his ability to take off and run, too. Look, I'm, I'm telling you right now, this is not... Michigan beat Ohio State, and I'm salty about it. Look, I am salty about it. It has nothing to do with this. If I genuinely thought, as a Chicago Bear fan, who have the number one pick in the draft, that the secret to my team's success at number one was drafting the best player on Michigan's team, right? right? I would say, you know what? I don't care. Take him. I don't care. I don't care that he beat my team. I don't care about any of that. I think he's going to be a terrific pro. I like his skill set. I want him on my team. It's not about that. It's not about J.J. McCarthy beat the Buckeyes, so I hate him. Okay? It's about what film are you watching to tell you that this guy is a top 10 pick in the NFL draft? Tell me, what are you watching? I, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess the argument could be made by people who don't, I mean, yeah, I, I presume all these people like Brady Quinn has watched and forgotten more football than yes, I'll ever I, know. I, I know. He's clearly watching something. Yeah. Tell me what it is. Are you just hearing? Because now I think that's what this is now. Well, so-and-so said that if they let him throw the ball, I got to tell you, they saw him in practice, and it was like Dan Marino out there. Well, I feel like that's the narrative now. Well, you wouldn't see it during the games. They didn't let it out during the games. But at practice, yeah, my God. What I'm saying is, like... We we had JT Barrett here. JT Barrett was a hell of a college quarterback and had plenty of escapability and ability to make plays happen with his feet and just was a, generally just a fantastic college football quarterback from the standpoint of running the offense he was tasked with running. In no way, shape, or form would anyone seriously consider him to be a viable top 10 pick level college prospect. And he wasn't. He ended up getting drafted, I want to say, in the third or fourth round and then was was in the league was even that high was it whatever it was it was in the league for a couple of years on basically practice squad level duty and then you know settled out of the league as as kind of sadly one would expect it's too bad for him but i if you were telling me that a lot of people were like jj mccarthy might go as high as like the second round uh, okay yeah i could see the hype train getting built up for a national championship quarterback you know who's got some measurables and saying, yeah, okay, maybe we could get there with the second round pick type of thing. By the way, JT, undrafted. Oh, went undrafted. undrafted. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, undrafted. I don't I even think he ever made an active roster. 
I'm pretty no, sure no, JT I know did. he got. I know he was on practice squads because I remember we talked about him being at a yeah. few different teams. Yeah. yeah. But then, yeah, did he ever play in a game? I don't. I no, don't know if he did. Like you, you know who JJ reminds me of recently, just because he's a little undersized too. That's the thing, right? He may not have been tasked with with doing a lot and having you know forty to fifty attempts at Michigan, but yeah, he's got some wheels. He seems a little Kenny Pickett ish. And how has Kenny done so far? Because he had wheels too. Could throw the ball a little bit, but not the biggest sized guy where he could take a lot of those hits. Certainly a far cry from a Josh Allen type of build. So I wonder about that. The his ability to hold up in the league and I take just, the hits. I just don't I don't see it. I don't get it. Maybe you replay this a, a year from now and he's rookie of the year and we're all laughing at us. I I don't know. I mean I, know. I, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I don't see it. I see a lot of the throws that he's made over the years have been because the scheme was so good that you got players out of position defensively or players just made bad reads. But if you look at where the passes were, it wasn't like guys are just running in stride to catch this wide open pass. They're stopping, waiting to catch a punt, and then still have enough room to run for the end zone because there was just no one around them. Uh, Fans want a coach fired. The coach says that the media is making his job harder. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You should know there's a disabled vehicle on the right shoulder of eastbound 670 at 71, causing some delays and a couple minutes slowdown on eastbound 70. On the east side, between Hamilton Road and 270. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate, not one based on anyone else. So if you drive safely, you could save money. Good to know. Visit Allstate.com or call for a quote today. I'm Nicole on 97.1 The Fan Show. Happy to be wrong, which is good because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone. I want to talk to you about my friends at Tri-State Men's Health. Yes, they have not fired me yet. You've heard a lot about how treating low testosterone can improve your sleep, your workouts, energy levels, and more. But I want to talk to you about your sex drive. Because low testosterone can have a significant impact on your desire for intimacy. It could even be a factor in ED, erectile dysfunction. And if you're in a relationship or wanting to be in a relationship, a low sex drive could really be a problem. If you're feeling sluggish and tired, not sleeping well, if the workouts aren't great, mine are terrible because I don't do any of them. But (laughs) if you feel like your sex drive is more like a putt, not a drive. That's a golf reference. I got you. Drive it off. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Make an appointment today. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to call them 800-900-9654 or go online, tristatemenshealth.com. Tell them Common Man sent you. Promo code PPNoWorky. No promo. Okay. Don't say that to them. I'll be fired soon. Yeah, don't don't do that. That's Well, you know what? That's nice for you to... Clarify that because people may go in there and just yell, "Pee me no work." No, but you know what? Though? Know you should go in it. there because uh, yeah, I love it. Go in it's there, top notch place. I just I I just go there and just hang out. Just don't yell at the people who work there. I'm like Rimmer at the car dealership. He's just hanging around the service center for the quick lube. I'm hanging around the Tri-State Men's Health for the quick lube. Oh, exactly. Okay, that's what I thought. Also, like, don't yell, "Pee me no worky," but don't walk in and go, "Hey, pee me no worky." Like don't that's whisper. Even that's even worse. It's even better just to scream it in their face. No, don't don't do either. I mean, but you're going to do one of them. 
Scream it. Mm. Okay. Don't whisper. Fair enough. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Devils fans want Lindy Ruff fired. Things have not been going well for the Devils. No? Uh, no. That's too bad. Their power play is not very good. Oh. There were chants inside the arena of fire Lindy. Mm. Well, they must not. Do people in New York or in the, I'm sorry, New Jersey, Jersey. area, yeah. do they not realize that if you say negative things in the presence of the actual players, some of the players may determine, I don't know if I ever want to sign here for a long-term extension. You're not allowed. I was told here by like hardcore jackets fans, anytime fans are like, boo, this sucks. That that is the reason why no one wants to play in Columbus. That's, That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Right. All right. Anyway, they've been bad on the power play. So after the game, they go up to Lindy Ruff and say, hey, Lindy Ruff, bad on the power play again tonight, eh? Eh? Hey. Lindy Ruff said, I imagine you've asked every player, and now they're feeling it, and you guys are creating excess pressure. Oh, excess pressure. Excess pressure. So you, the media, you go and say to them, so hey, that power play, pee no worky, right? Right. And... Exactly. It says power play. Power P-P- play. Power play. No worky. Mm-hmm. Right? Then you put that in their head. And so when they go out there, they think, well, it doesn't matter what I do here. Pee-pee no worky. Pee-pee no worky. And they're going to ask me questions after the game about pee-pee no worky. And I just can't play. I'm a professional hockey player. Where's the Coyotes guy? Give me some blow. <laughs> did you see that, dude? No, I did not. What what's, happened? His, what's his name, Teddy? Dude on the Coyotes decided it was a good idea last night to post an Instagram video of him doing blow. Oh, great. Anyway, he was released today. Yeah, like go Adam figure. Ruzika? Yeah. Ruzeki? Right. Well, he's, he's not going to work here anymore. Anyway. Yeah, that's... I'll tell you, man. I don't understand why these coaches who presumably... I don't know what the devil's practices are behind the scenes. That's not a nefarious. I don't know what this hockey team's practices are behind the scenes. I don't know what the devil's I don't know practices what the, are what behind the, devil the scenes. What the machinations of the devils well, you are. You know he's coming for you. Right. No, but I mean, I don't know how they run their, their organization, but I'm quite sure a lot of NHL teams go up to their players and go, all right, guys, you're on the power play. Here's our current statistics on the power play. Here's your individual stats when you are on the right side. Here's your stats on the left side. Here's how many face-offs you're winning. Here's what happens when you're facing off against a guy who's like this. They've got all kinds of analytics that tell them all that stuff. Now, maybe in the current modern sports landscape, maybe all they do in, in like the devil's locker room is they just sit there and go, guys, hey, we found an advanced stat that shows that even though the power play doesn't look great on the traditional metrics. It's actually really, really good. It's about to break through. You guys are great. Maybe that's what's going on. So maybe that's why Lindy Ruff is like, don't shatter our illusion that we're trying to get these losers to buy into. But uh, yeah, being in professional hockey, if your power plays no worky, people are going to notice what, that. No worky? PP no worky. Now also, what do you do? I if have your stats here too, by the way. Oh, go ahead. What do you have? First of all, it's been a while since we played this. I think we should. Jackets power play watch. Right. So fire Lindy chance. Mm-hmm. The power play is so bad and it's the media's fault for even bringing it up to the players. Yes. Okay. Their power play percentage, according to NHL.com, sits at 22%, which is good for 15th in the league. Okay. In case you were wondering where Jackets time is, that would be 29th in the league. Ugh. At 
Tied with the Penguins. Penguins ah, are 30th. I see. I guess technically, I don't know why. Jackets are 29th with a 13.9% power play percentage. I'm sure that's also our fault. It's our fault. Yeah. For talking about it and making this intro. Jackets power play watch. <laughs> Jackets have another problem too, which is PP no worky and PK no worky. <laughs> and also Subban. And also goalie no worky and defenseman no worky and centers no worky and everybody no worky. This is bad. Well, PK is not the worst in the league though. No, it's not, but PK it's, it's bad. is 26th in the league. Oh, is, is that all? With a success yeah. rate of 75.8%, a kill rate of 78, what? Yeah. 75.8%. Last in the league, the New York Islanders at oh. 71.5%. That is uh, too bad for them. Too bad for them. They are poo. Yeah, They're but not PK as... no worky. I'm just saying, we have a bottom five power play and a bottom five penalty kill. That means all of it sucks. Your special teams are gross, which is why sometimes people are like, yeah, but five on five, really, if you look at the numbers, yeah, that's why teams know, get them into committing dumb penalties. And in fact, even if they're on the power play, it doesn't matter either. We can take dumb penalties against them so we can play them tough and then we can get them in their heads and then they'll retaliate and we'll get that advantage. Either way, it's an advantage for them to not have this five on five ice time. So they do that all the time against the Jackets. How you doing over there, Teddy? You've been very quiet today. You all right? I'm, I'm doing good, Mike. Yeah, you doing all right? Yeah. What do you got planned this weekend? Um, I, I'm going to be in the downtown area tomorrow, so... Really? Don't uh, point me out. No. Have you seen me? <laughs> don't, what are you talking point, about? If, if, if you see to... Panama Ted downtown, you stop him, you take a picture. No, you don't. Yeah, my wife's got some uh, CE classes downtown tomorrow. I'm going to drop her what off. CE class? Continuing education. Oh, okay. Look and at that. Yeah, and then I'm going to pick her up. Then we're going to go out to eat somewhere. So look that, at you. That's really nice, yeah. Ted. You have a place in mind? <sighs> Not really. I'm still thinking about that. So all right, I, I need to think quickly. But <laughs> so it's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's tomorrow. You got to plan that out. You got to well, you got a whole night yeah. left to figure it out. I've only known about it for a couple months. I got to so. tell you, this this sounds like maybe the most boring weekend in the world for Ted. This is like walking on the moon. Oh, Ted. Yeah, <laughs> he they, doesn't go anywhere. No, this is this is quite a thing. By the way, can I do continuing education if I never actually started my education? Is that a thing? Well, yeah, because then sure. you continue it. No, but I started, never started education. No, no, you'd have to initiate education. Yeah, and initiate. then you could continue it. I have to get initiated education and then continued education. Tool of the week is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You're going to hit stop-and-go traffic on westbound 70 downtown between West Mound Street and the 71 West Split. And expect slow traffic on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Dive into hibernation mode with a huge deal on deeper sleep during Mattress Firm's President's Day sale. Shop now to save up to $500 on select Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets and receive a $300 instant gift for pillows and more. Plus, get free and fast delivery to your door. Restriction supply. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traction. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by Metal Supermarkets. Visit metalsupermarkets.com slash Columbus for all your metal needs. Best tool according to us gets a $50 gift card to the Walrus. The Walrus, your downtown home for sports with 24 mega TVs. Uh, I want to go through a couple on the burner, all right? Go right ahead. First of all, actually, I think Teddy has... What do you have, Teddy? A voice to text? 
Yeah, a Dutch sent us a uh, text to uh, voice the one text if you to want. Voice, to hear. Whatever. Yeah. Well, either way. All right, here we go. It's from Dutch. My Dildorinos. My tools of the week are my sick children that are ruining my weekend plans. Wife and I are missing tonight's CBJ game. Oh well. And might miss the crew home opener. They all can pound sign GTH. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm creeped sign. out by that voice. Pound sign GTH. I'm creeped That's out good. by that. <laughs> that is... I don't know whether to ask for more of those or say, please never send that again. Yeah, that, I, I will say that was not the voice I was expecting, but uh, I'm glad we got it. Thank you. Uh, Muggsy's Leaper says, my thick bangers. Too hot! My tool of the week is my toddler for coming into my wife's room and yakking all over the bed at 4 a.m. Because we're not psychopaths, I sleep on the couch in the basement, and it's actually super comfortable with sheets and blankets and all. Hashtag GTH. Wait, what do you mean? Well, he doesn't sleep with the... He said the wife had to deal with all the the, the yakking. Oh, he sleeps on the Right, he went back to his little space and enjoyed the vomit-free sleep time. Wow. All right, let him live. Way of the future. This is again. I keep sleeping finding in separate out that rooms. there are so many couples that are just not sleeping in the same bedroom, and I'm just apparently back in the old days where me and my wife just share a bed. Nope, none of that. Uh, my guys, Tim D. Chiqua. My tool of the week is all the employees of ninety-seven point one, especially all of the radio hosts who force fifty to eighty PP don't worky advertisements per day down their viewers' throat. Mm. Listeners, viewers. Well, I know whatever. Knowing damn well all the hosts of the show are studs. Who have very happy wives. Oh. You know nothing. Well. Are you kidding? I li- you know what? I like that that's the illusion. My wife's under. calling on line one. <laughs> Get another shot in your ass, you loser. Yeah. Uh, Matt says, my guys. God gave me big hands and a strong grip. My tool of the week is common man for thinking he can kill a panda with his bare hands. First, they fall out of trees and get up like it never happened. Second, they're bears. Hashtag dead. Bonus. Bone for not knowing you're supposed to stop when you witness a car accident. Hashtag SMH. I seriously still didn't. I mean, I know if you're the only one. Every single person. Like if 25 cars. Yes, yes, we're all supposed to pull over. 25 of us and all stand there and give the same statement to an officer who's like, I only needed like two Forget about it. I got to get home. All right. Uh, Dustin says, my Solana Papadias. If not, I'm not talking. My tool of the week goes to Timmy for not assuming, not for assuming that an Italian sub comes without mayo. But for not ordering the sandwich on the app, it would have been customizable and ready at pickup. As an assistant programming director and radio host, he needs to manage his time better. Wow. CBJ GM Jizz Horncamp says, my guys. That's completely wrong. <laughs> my tool is Jen for still not trying the McDonald's bagel sandwich. Yeah, Shame, what the hell's the matter with Shaming it? Common Man for adding the McDonald's egg to a burger. And also shaming others for liking chocolate in the banana muffin. Sure. Yeah, Jen's on my list. Uh, bonus tool, Timmy doesn't know Jimmy John's, signed former JJ employee. Good. Jizz Horncamp works at JJ's. Good uh, enough. My AI voice guys. Hey, it's Chops. My tool of the week is Fanatics. Mm. If messing up the Major League Baseball jerseys wasn't enough of a disgrace, now not only can you see the world's best players wearing Walmart knockoffs on the field, the pants also full show their two-ball, one-strike count, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, we all know what you mean. Oh, yeah. Not subtle. Listen, they're they're swinging free down there. Let me tell you. Uh, Max says, my snotty gentleman sausages. Go to hell. My tool of the week goes to my wife's family group chat. Is there a line for oversharing photos of your kids doing absolutely nothing? So I started sending photos of me doing nothing, like drinking a shake. Hopefully they cut me out. Yeah. I mean, can you not just get out of the group chat? I would just ask to be removed. 
It's got to be a way to do that. Uh, Chip, yep, says my Fury fans. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. My tool of the week has to has to be the two jabrones at the Columbus Fury game wearing Bengals jerseys. I don't care that Joe Burrow has a connection to Columbus or that he invested in the Professional Volleyball Federation. Keep your Cincinnati crap away from Columbus look at, Volleyball. Look at you. Hashtag GTH. All right. Wow. All right. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Cincinnati with the mm. airborne herpes. There you go. Yeah. Urban's little Meyer says, my guys. Timing up that disc. My tools are the gym. My tools are, sorry. My tools are the dudes who at the gym wipe down the equipment, then work out on it. Yes, please clean the equipment for you, but please leave your butt juices behind for the next person to unknowingly sit in. Also do proper form if you're going to shriek while lifting. Wow. A little gym shaming going on there. Quentin says, my B words. P.S. Don't put mayo on my sandwich. My tool of the week is the two different contractors who misspelled my name on quotes. Spelled my name out for both of them, and it's my email address. If you can't get that right, what can you get right? Hashtag GTH. Uh, Tip says, my guys. I'm a man. I'm 40. My tool of the week is Andrew Zimmern. Definitely seems like a guy that goes to Arby's only to order a burger and the crinkle cut fries. Oh, go to hell by the way just a little fat boy food tip yep. bonus on the uh, if you're not doing the apple turnover when you go to arby's i mean at least once just if you don't even you're like i don't even like pastry try it tell me i'm wrong it's one of the greatest things you can get at a fast food place it's like a buck and it's delicious uh jc's what that too jc says my whole adjudicators <laughs> my tool of the week is tim hall Tim, my fellow mayo hater, you got to get the apps for these places, my guy. Then you don't look like a tool when a sandwich is, quote, prepared incorrectly. Hashtag just take it. Uh, Dan says, my guys. It pained me to say that, brother. My tool of the week is Jim Harbaugh just because I hate him and I hope he dies a miserable death with traditional and airborne herpes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Dan. We want to get both forms. I'm just saying. The new school and the old school. I I don't necessarily... Reading the text doesn't no, it doesn't imply liking it. You're just it. reading a text message. Yes, I I would incur. I hope he gets herpes. Just and don't live for a long time. Right, don't die go. from it. Uh, let's see. Bub says tool of the week is the charity chair auction at the local dying mall. I dropped off a walker on wheels that has a chair. Lady thought I needed the roller to walk and didn't take it. She grabbed. I don't know. What I don't know what means. any of this means. I can't read. I'm sorry. I don't know. My bad, dude. Uh, Teddy, ba- do you understand what that meant? Yeah, the guy had like a walker to donate, and he rolled it in, and the person there thought that was meant for him. That he, oh, so, all right, here we go. Let me read this like, again. I don't need that. He said, the charity chair auction at the local dining mall, I dropped off a walker on wheels as a chair. The lady thought I needed the roller to walk and didn't take it. She grabbed the goodie bag on top of it and walked off. I'm not that old, and I can walk. Okay, so he brought it in with a goodie bag yes, on top all right, all right. and dropped it off, and they were like, thanks for this goodie bag, old man. I see. Be careful. Our fault. Uh, bad NHL says my guys. Ain't nobody got time for that. My tool is the DoorDash customer that gave me a twenty-five cent tip. That's just disrespectful. That hashtag disrespectful. tool of the week. Hashtag PP no worky. Yeah, that sucks. Bad NHL. I'm sorry. Man's droopy sack says my alphabet holes. Are you trying to keep us out of Del Boca Vista? My tool of the week is that forty-year-old jabroni, Timmy Hall. Ask for your damn sandwich without mayonnaise. Yeah, Timmy is winning. Tool of the week right now. Well, I wish we had a trophy. By winning, I mean losing. But yes, I do have a slow f- uh, that too. Huh? Snowflake of the month trophy to give him. All right. Yeah, that's okay. I Where'd do you- have that. Oh yeah. Well, you could deliver it. Just bring it in. Why not? 
Uh, let's see what else here. Richard says, my guys. That's right, boy. My hashtag tool for life is hashtag UPS. Thousands of layoffs screwing people and costing them their incomes to provide for their families all to make even more record profits and screw the hard workers. Hashtag GTH. Hashtag suck it. I, I will say this. Um, that does suck. Yeah, right? Because I saw that, what was it, Alphabet is the is the Google parent? Oh, is it? Parent, it's called Alphabet. Oh, they! I didn't know they bought UPS. No, 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 no. That's huh? that's the Google parent company. Oh, <laughs> we're not talking about UPS right now. No, you meant they were the parent company of UPS. All no, right, no, no. But I, yeah. ju- I just saw like, oh, they had these record profits and they beat Wall Street estimates and all of this, and then we're laying off eight thousand people. Yeah, that's no good. No, you know, I, look, I, I get well, it. I, I get it. If you're going through hard times, Daddy. And I'm not a finance person. I'm not Jim Cramer. I'm not yelling at you on the Squawk on the Street show. But it just amazes me how these companies continue to post these profits. We've never seen anything like it before. Oh, by the way, thousands of people, you're fired. There were articles, I remember, a few years after, like a year or two ago, that came out that said, workers lost $3 billion during the pandemic. And then a few days later, the article came out, record profits for businesses as they gained $3 billion over the pandemic. It's like, yeah, I wonder where they got that money. I understand it's nuanced. I get it. We're just two dummies without degrees sitting here. But I... It doesn't make sense to us. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. All right, pick a winner. Come on. Uh, let's see. A lot of good ones there. I mean, I, I kind of want to give it to someone who is, you know, I know who I'm going to give it to. Oh, my God. Just pick it. <laughs> I like the hashtag PP no worky and bad NHL for getting a 25 cent tip on your DoorDash. No good. You get the prize today. Congrats. <laughs> Uh, DoorDash guy gets a $50 gift card to the Walrus. The Walrus, your downtown home for sports with 24 mega TVs. Consider it our tip to you. There you go. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. We've got a disabled vehicle blocking the right shoulder on eastbound 670 at 71, causing some holdup and some slow traffic on westbound 70 downtown between West Mound Street and the 71 West Split. This report is sponsored by rockthecountry.com. What's up, Kentucky? Kid Rock, along with Jason Aldean, are bringing some of their friends to you for two days of epic performances and one heck of a good time. See you at Rock the Country, on sale now at rockthecountry.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh my guys, you are all decked out today. I was decked out today. Mm-hmm. You Bones look, you wearing look his good. crew. That's right. I was wearing my Kansas today. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, you know. I mean, got to support your your favorite team. You're wearing your Kansas stuff. I'm wearing my crew jersey. My quasi-crew jersey? Yes, the host of the Buckeye Show, Timmy Hall, wearing his <laughs> Kansas Jayhawks What's wrong paraphernalia with that? Hey, today. That, that show starts at 6, all right? I'm going to be serious you, and I'm going to be committed too. when He's, I do the show. I'll take it off. New outfit. I'll take it off. These are all tear-offs, so as soon as yes. this is over, he'll just rip his clothes off and his Buckeye uniform will be on underneath. You Am look I- like Kirk Heinrich. Yeah, thank you. That's what the jersey is that goes with that ensemble. There's three parts to it. It's the old uh, Nike apparel. Yeah. For folks that don't know, before Kansas became an Adidas school, early 2000s, when they still had that kind of farm style, the older script for the lettering, which was the best lettering that they've ever had for like the Danny Manning era on through Jacques Vaughn, Rafe LaFrance, Scott Pollard, who just got the heart transplant, all those guys. 
they uh, still had that up until the early 2000s when they were Nike. So I have the the warm-up jacket, which they were really big. Like, picture Mike Conley and Greg Oden, that era where the shorts yeah. are ginormous, the jerseys are big, Evan Turner, too. Wow. It's it's like a it looks like a four XL, but it's a men's large that shooting jacket that I had, and then I've got the no trim fit, no trim. Then I've got the V neck shooting shirt, long sleeve shooting shirt. Shooting shirts are underrated. Yeah, I really like a good shooting shirt. Mm-hmm. They're just oh, you, I've got a Utah Jazz one that you should do see. You? I do. Oh man, you gotta I wear do. that in sometimes. It's champion brand. Yeah, yeah. there you go. From yeah, old school. Love yeah. that. No, shooting shirt's great for basketball. That's awesome. What's the logo on the jazz? It is... Is it the, it's like, the late, Byron Russell type yes, jazz it's era? 97, 98. All right, jazz so the, versus like Bulls. The, the, the new one, the with modified the, one. With the mountains? Yeah, with the mountain. Oh, yeah. Because yep. yep. they've gone back to that. They use that. Mm-hmm. They, have a, they have a version of their jersey they wear with the court and stuff that does so that. So it's a big... Uh, quarter zip short sleeve shooting shirt. There, it's yes. purple on the top, then it's got a little border, then it's black on the bottom, and on the ace in big lettering it says Jazz J A Z Z. That's where you want it, right on the yeah. ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now in the Star Wars galaxy, it'd be the Utah Jizz. Yeah, because they didn't play mm-hmm. jazz in Star they Wars. They played jizz music. That's what it, that music is, is that, called. Uh, is that true? Yeah, yeah. That's what the, they, in the cantina scene when yeah, they're playing that. Yeah, that's that's technically called, according to George Lucas, the name he came up with is jizz music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's what's his problem? What, Why are we doing George that? Lucas? This, this ought to be good. <laughs> George Lucas's problem is. He has a lot of dumb ideas. He also has some very great ones that have stood the test of time. But he, if you go through Star Wars lore, there's some really bad ideas in there. Jar Jar Binks comes to mind, as many others. This is why you're my friend. It's just it's comments like that that I enjoy. Thank you. Susan just, B. Anthony, I think I'd have a problem with. <laughs> I don't know why you're coming up with a fake genre of music. You settle, music. You settle on that. Well, probably because he was just like, I'm too I'm too smart to call it jazz because everyone will catch on. I'll call it jazz. I heard jazz music. I had to chime oh, in. Oh, hello, hello Queen. Queen. Yes, my Hi. favorite football player, Jizz Horncamp. I play the flute on him. Are the Star Wars films big in the UK, Queen? Oh, I love Jar Jar Binks. What Fantastic. About I'm the Sith Lord. Well, I'm uh, George Lucas, and I just wanted to know, Queen, did you ever watch any of my movies? Oh, you shut up. Did you like my movies? I don't like you. Well, I don't like you. That's why I wrote a whole movie about how royalty sucks. You guys are terrible. Queen, what do you think about the lightsabers and how they're different colors? I like my lightsabers big and red. Big red, just like the chewing gum. I remember we sent a few of those to you, specially designed. Shut up! I just want to be in the conversation. I heard, I heard you liked the double-sided red lightsaber. Absolutely. The one that that one oh, Sith Lord Darth uses. Maul? My, one of Darth my best Maul. ideas, Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah. He was my great. son, the prince, likes to go out and peg with the Sith Lord. Darth Maul was such a good idea, we killed him off right away. Bye-bye. I'm super smart. I'm George Lucas. Have a good weekend. billion dollars. Bye, Queen. Bye, George. Common man may or may not say the word beef curtains in the weekend open tomorrow at 10 a.m. Bye-bye. Uh, Queen uh, sounded a little phlegmy. Good visit. She did. Well, Maybe she's got the same thing Queen. you do. The two That's of you weird. have been quite the pair Man, the last three days. even gave it to the Queen. Hey, guys. How's it going? Man, bro. 
What is, is that? that? Is that how we? That's how you sound. Oh, thank you. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad the, you know. the alternative is we don't come to work. That's and right. You got to do everything. I did that earlier this week. <laughs> I just didn't come in. That's like uh, every third week. Yeah. What's the difference? <laughs> well, maybe if you didn't make yourself APD, make all the schedules. No, you mm. douche. <laughs> That's right. All right. What's coming up on the Buckeye Show? Come on. Uh, is Rayful Friends coming on? I do. Rayful Friends is not going to be here. I do. I heard Bone you mentioned in this last hour. I think it's very interesting. The court case that just got pushed through today and what the impact is there for NIL and recruiting these guys. And also, Bodie is super jacked up about something that's coming out in the summer. There's a lot of updates to that. It's college football-y, so we'll hit on that, too. Oh, Bodie? I, I, I think I know what it is. We'll hit on Bodie. Involves a couple little thumbsticks and a little oh, he's directional uses- little triggers, and you just, ah... Uh, First down. Who are you going to call on? What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> what? what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> You're calling a play on your uh, video game. The Back Page with Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Yeah, cough into the mic a little bit more. Why That's use good. that cough button? Yeah. What's the <laughs> point right. now? Uh, Paramount Plus's Frasier Revival, which is awful has also just landed a season two order. Oh, so great. they're going to bring it back. You'll get uh, new episodes sometime later this I year. Hope, I hope the storyline is that Frazier kills all of the characters. That when he starts doing the show again. One, it'd be nice if actually one by one he kills them and then wears their flesh during each subsequent show where it's just piles of rotting flesh right, on he kills them, Kelsey says, Grammer. Off you go. <laughs> and then dr- drinks a little sherry yes. and kills them. I would be okay if Jody Sweeten shimmied on over to that set Jody, from the Full House Jody world. Jody Sweeten. <laughs> oh, you're saying that's cause you just, Frazier just, just want another skeezer when she another, comes, she You're saying in. you want another 90s sitcom to just have one of their stars that's been revived now be on another sitcom how that's been rude. revived. Off you go. No, that that was Michelle Tanner. Have you seen? No, how have rude you... was Stephanie? Michelle Tanner yes. was. You got it, dude. <laughs> I, oh, I guess you're. I thought. Yes, oh, I guess you're right. I'm that's wrong. Right. I, I take it back. Jody okay. Sweeten, strong, strong going to the rack. <laughs> strong going to the ten. Yes. The whole whoo, tin, 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 tin. The Tin Man. There we go. A little nylon. Stop it. I can't. I, have, I got the death rattle in my chest. <laughs> Organizing the puppies. <laughs> so stupid. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> Just use that. Let's go. The show is going to be the end of the show. Buckeye Show's next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. You're going to find traffic is moving slow on northbound 71 on the north side between 5th Avenue and 11th Avenue. And still that disabled vehicle on the right shoulder of eastbound 670 at 71 to watch out for. This report is sponsored by WeBuyAnyCard.com. Before you sell or trade in, find out how much your car is worth at WeBuyAnyCard.com. They make selling your car fast, safe, and fair. Get your free online valuation now at WeBuyAnyCard.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan. And traffic. This, 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 this.
is a fan action update. This action update is brought to you by ESPN Bet Gambling Problem Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's a Friday in February. Let's talk Heisman Trophy. Ohio State's Will Howard currently has the fourth best odds to win the Heisman Trophy next season. He's 11-1. Right behind the three favorites at 9-1, which include Carson Beck, Dylan Gabriel, and Quinn Ewers. Quinjon Judkins and Travion Henderson are both 75-1 to to win the Heisman by ESPN Bet. For your ESPN Bet action update, I'm Scotty Vegas. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Good evening, everybody. Wells, we've got hockey tonight here on the Fan. As the Blue Jackets are actually at home, how about that for a matchup tonight against Buffalo? It's just their second home game in the last month for the CBJ. Faceoff is at seven. Our pregame coverage will get started here on the Fan at six thirty. In the NBA, the Cavaliers play on the second night of a back-to-back tonight. They'll face the 76ers in Philly. Cleveland's looking to bounce back from last night's loss to Orlando. Busy weekend of sports on deck here in soccer. The crew begin their 2024 campaign with a home matchup tomorrow against Atlanta. Kickoff at the LDC is at 2. On Sunday, the high state men and women are both on the hardwood. The men will face Michigan State at the Breslin Center. Tip-off is at 4. Our coverage will get started at 3 with Timmy Hall in the warm-up show. And the second-ranked high state women will host Maryland at the shot at 2 on Sunday. The Buckeyes have won 13 games in a row headed into that matchup against the Terps. Matt Andrews will have the call starting at 145 on ESPN Columbus.